Hello, 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 and welcome to another fantastic episode of Anarchy Among Friends Roundtable Discussion. Before we get started, let me again remind you that we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the reuse and distribution of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for governments and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more about that at BIPCOT.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. This is episode 63, which I think I titled, We Aim to Misbehave. Yes. A little... A little, a little hat tip towards uh, Firefly. We'll talk about space pirates later. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm dumbfounded because we were just talking about poop. You guys are lucky you're not in our pre-show <laughs> conversation. <laughs> I got, I got no intro beyond that. Like, I, I was on robot mode. Now, like, I'm trying to wait my brain to catch up because. Yeah. We saved the scat porn for the free show or for the pre-show. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to start selling tickets in brown paper wrappers to the pre-show. Oh. You hold a raffle. Yeah. Worst, <laughs> worst raffle ever. What's up, Brett? Brett says, what's up, heathens? What up, Brett? He called you all a bunch of heathens. I'm still here. He called you all a bunch of heathens. Yeah. Well, guilty as charged. Who I'm trying was to reform that? my Sorry, ways. My dad was trying to call. So that was um, that was Brett. Brett Goff. Oh, hey, Brett. <laughs> uh, yeah, John I says, off for a second. Yeah. John says, "Hey, this is a cool surprise." Yeah, because the series finale of Game of Thrones is tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. We're not so, doing it up tomorrow. Uh. Uh-uh. Come on now. No, we're gonna be busy tomorrow at this time. <laughs> ha- hashtag nerd priorities. That's right. Yeah. It's like doing a tour like during the like Super Bowl ten years ago, like when it mattered. <laughs> <laughs> when it wasn't just the Patriots versus somebody yeah, that exa- exactly. <laughs> well, actually, no. The, the Giants versus Patriots Super Bowls were great because that's my team, and I fucking loved every time they destroyed them. Yeah, I relish those moments. <laughs> I I, li- I like it any time the Patriots lose. So pretty this is kind of like what well, the, the NBA be- used to be with, like the Bulls. Like it was yeah, always yeah, the Bulls. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. Now yeah, it's always, always now, now, lost to them. Yeah. Now it's always the Warriors. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Seriously. Or the Milwaukee. But the Bucks. best. The best super. The best. Yeah. Right. They're they're fucking real good, man. Uh, <laughs> the Greek freak. But uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah. The best Super Bowl I ever saw was the one where the Patriots were undefeated going into the Super Bowl and the Giants fucking. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The that helmet was, catch. Was fucking great. <laughs> <clears throat> oh. Yeah. So. We're boring today. I don't know. No, we're not. We're just getting into it. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, just we're talking started. football, so we're probably alienating half of our viewership. <laughs> right. like, if you watch football, right. you don't love liberty. <laughs> Sports yeah, ball. Spread and circus, yay. No, Christopher, you did not sleep through Saturday. We're doing the show a day early because yeah. <laughs> Game of Thrones. We could have totally ripped Van Winkle then. What are you doing? It would have been great. <laughs> hey, I'm from the land of Van Winkle. I will not gaslight our fan, damn it. I, I have some standards. <laughs> You're not allowed with it, to man. have standards and express preferences if you can call yourself an anarchist. You know, That's what it, I got out of Facebook this week. If we oh, fuck if, Facebook this week, if we ever get merchandise, I think that one of the shirts needs to now say, "No, I will not gaslight our fans." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
We should totally do merch one of these days. I'm telling you, you're the anti-celebritarian league. Yep. Yeah. Those those shirts would sell like hotcakes. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Yeah, two two (laughs) celebritarians. That would be irony. Or people who hate celebritarians. Anti-celebritarian celebritarians? No. Are we all celebritarians? Like, what's what's the actual definition here? Because... Yeah. People that take themselves so way too seriously and like oh. use their platform for fame. Oh yeah, no, that's not us. <laughs> no, we're the most professional television. We're, television. we're the most professional, professional podcast on the internet. Hell yeah. right. Hell Officially, yeah. we proved it by not carrying the poop discussion into the live portion of our. That's podcast. right. Yeah, oh, ha- ha- half the people on this show can't spell. Progress or professional, and the other half are rightly very excited about Oxford commas. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm one of them. Oh, Oxford Oxford commas make me hot. (laughs) (laughs) I was saying to Slink earlier today. I was like, I was like, bitches love my expansive vocabulary. I was like, they'd be like. I don't know what the fuck you just said, but that sounded smart and that's hot. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means, but. <laughs> but I'm like the Mike Tyson of fucking expansive vocabulary. I just make words up and then the people just like assume that, they, that I know what I'm well, talking that, about. That's, that's, that's the key. That's that's the key, right? If if you can't if you can't out brilliant them, then bedazzle them with bullshit. Exactly. Did you say bedazzle them with bullshit? I said, I said bedazzle them with bullshit. You got bedazzle them with bullshit. That's, I love that that <clears throat> from Chicago. If you guys have ever seen Chicago, that um, give them the old razzle dazzle numbers about that, like just like wowing people with bullshit. Oh, yeah. And it's so fun. <laughs> so, he's talking about in a court of law. Yeah, yeah just, that's how yeah. Stephen Molyneux makes makes money. Yeah, take it till you make it. Yep. Oh, see that's like of... a celebritarian right there. Yep. Somebody that like doesn't stick to principles and just rolls with whatever's trendy at the time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like, Come twenty twenty. Didn't we just used to call them attention <laughs> whores? Like, why do we need a special word yeah. for it? We need a word because it's an, an it's anarchism and that's our word. Right. <laughs> that's I because, because according to anarchists, uh, titles matter. Oh, okay. All right. At least that's what I was told the other day. Okay. That, t- that title titles matter. Huh. But that's but, interesting. Like you guys, I think I need a new manual or something because my anarchist manual doesn't say anything way outdated. about that. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm so far behind the times. Holy shit! Well, I'm going to write check, a letter. Check, check your mail. Check your mail. You should get a letter from the anarchist union that you have to <laughs> you have to sign it and then send in your dues. Or is it in the I? Is it in the I anarchist terms and conditions that I didn't fucking read before I accepted? Is that? No. Oh, you don't need you don't need to accept them. They're just they just apply. Oh, <laughs> like, gotcha. like, 
It's, it's like it's like you the anarchist version. You don't need my version. permission then. Okay. It's like, yeah, no, it's like the no consent version. needed. That's the anarchist <laughs> version of the social contract. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like the the moment you call yourself an anarchist, click right. You're under mm-hmm. this. You implicitly yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah. And you you can't advocate anarchy without joining the anarchist union. It's like the actor's version of the SAG. Right. And like yeah. one wrong step and you're you're stepping on that like no true Scotsman claymore that's buried, you know, right off the side of the path. Right. So, yeah. 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 There's, yeah. There's only one way to anarchy and if you're not on that path, then you're not a real anarchist. Gotcha. <laughs> and it, yeah, it needs makes- to be approved by a majority vote. Right. <laughs> Two-thirds majority, unless it happens to be a Thursday, in which case a simple majority is acceptable for quorum. (laughs) Uh, Christopher says anarchism is is too structured. Now I'm out. You can't leave without a two-week notice. And then <laughs> there's, there's like if you, have you don't to, you have like to, and a leave, note from your mom, but then you're gonna have to pay us a tax to do it's, that. It's and a four thousand dollar fee, and then you have it's a four thousand yeah. dollar fee. You have to surrender your your papers. Yeah, and if <laughs> and if you don't, if you don't, then you're subject to the U.S. foreign policy. Just, that's right. Yep, that's right. You know, bond yeah. dropped on your head or join the anarchist union. Yeah. Just, just, if you leave, like we'll te- tear you apart, just like Republicans and Democrats. You won't have any protection from us anymore. You're gonna, exactly. you're gonna leave us. Do you want to get droned? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have, ke- you could have just kept sitting at the cool kids' table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Hey man, Love I don't make the it. rules. Love it or leave it, <laughs> asshole. I don't make the rules. I just enforce them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that what you were gonna say, Andrew? Like, yeah, oh, that's exactly where I was going. going. <laughs> nice. <Yep. laughs> Just go down the list. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just doing my job. All I want to do is do my job and go home to my family at the end of the night. All right. So you don't you don't like it. Go talk to, you know, Stefan Molinio and Jared Howe. <laughs> Larkin oh, Rose. Jesus. All you all you have to do is cooperate and everything will be okay. Yeah. And we have nothing to and hide. If you don't you cooperate, know. if you don't cooperate, the beatings will continue until morale uh-huh. improves. That's right. So yeah, you have nothing yeah. to fear if you have nothing to hide, though. So don't worry, you're still yeah. you'll, you'll be fine, right? After all, you're yeah. not a terrorist. Right? And, and and if you're one of the like super good ones, you get to be part of this DC bill that would allow some residents to give parking tickets to their neighbors. The whole yeah, a... monitor, like that's all I can think of is the SpongeBob <laughs> episode where Mrs. Puff gives him the hall monitor costume yeah. to wear because his hall monitor acceptance speech took all like the whole school day. The whole day, yeah. Yeah, so it's like some North Korea home. level shit. Yeah, like, where the like the populace is like policing yeah. each other. So, exactly. Yeah, this is this is legit. It says uh, legislation introduced in Washington D.C. would allow certain residents to write out parking tickets to their neighbors. The goal of the Omnibus Vision Zero Bill from Councilmember Charles Allen of Ward <laughs> 6 to decrease the number of traffic accidents with pedestrians and cyclists. Uh, the bill proposals the, proposes the establishment of a quote, citizen safety enforcement pilot program where the District Department of Public Works will allow up to 10 trained residents per ward to be able to write up the parking infractions. 
these individuals would file a violation by taking a picture of the vehicle, documenting the time and location, and submitting the information through an app. If the people in the program knowingly file a false violation, they will be given a civil fine up to one hundred dollars. Yeah, right. This is like the the most like gentrified mayonnaise <laughs> is spicy type approach to fucking law enforcement I have ever heard. Like, yeah, like, like literally, it's so literally textbook, the, the only... like it's so dystopianly textbook though. Oh yeah, you know, totally. like like 1984. I mean, we've all read these novels <laughs> where Big Brother there's a big brother like entity or government conglomeration and you know even in like a wrinkle in time when they're on that planet you know it's always citizens fearing the surveillance of their neighbors or being aware of the constant surveillance of their neighbors and you know and their neighbors are going to report them to the government or get them in trouble if they don't do something right right and then it was in and of itself you know inspired by the idea of the gestapo in hitler's germany the kgb and gru in the soviet union right um in east germany yep the stasi in east germany like these every despotic ruler seeks to try and convince all of his subjects to inform on themselves and each other Right, well, because yeah, and- because absolutely ruling every aspect of uh, you know three hundred thirty million people's lives it's or whatever is fucking impossible. You need their cooperation to do it. Yeah, they have exactly. to essentially do all the work for you. Gosh, and then once you get them policing each other, they start policing themselves. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that's that's ultimately the goal. The the, the goal yeah. is not to force you to want to comply. The goal is to make you want to comply. Yeah, like yeah, voluntary comply fear, on your own to, out well, of fear. Make yeah. you fear yes. non-compliance. It's a societal. Yeah. It's a societal. Whether panopticon. deliberate or accidental. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just going to bring that up too. Yeah, that's um, what it is. It's a societal panopticon. The the round prison where the guards could see all of the inmates, but the inmates couldn't see who the guards were actually looking at. So eventually, they would just police their own behaviors because they didn't know if they were being watched or not. Exactly. Yeah, like in Clerks, honesty through paranoia, you know? Yep. <laughs> where, where he left that sign on the counter that said, you are being watched or whatever. Oh. Like, leave, take the correct change, you are being watched. And he's yeah, telling his girlfriend, people man. are, yeah, they think they're being watched. So, yeah. Well, not only that, but it also, like, if you, if you give, like, a little person like that, like, any sense of power... Uh-huh. They like run with it. Like they all, yeah. all of a sudden become their own little mini fucking tyrant. Respect my authority. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like all of a sudden they like they're the privileged class. Right. It's not even about giving them power. It's people who have been artificially made to feel so powerless for so long, which is what government does. I mean, government comes in and they start controlling everything. And the average like little person just feels almost powerless over their own life. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the people who haven't really thought about it too much because of government controls, because of propaganda, because of fucking fear porn, because of all this fucking rhetoric about how we're not responsible for our own actions. People just feel completely fucking powerless. And so the first time they get a hit of any kind of power, they just, I mean, 
they go berserk. It just yeah. it, they don't know how to handle it. Well, look at look at what happened um, in uh, Nazi Germany with the the ghettos, where the the Nazis started using the inmates at the ghettos. The actual internees were running the police department. And as yeah. soon as they did that, all of a sudden they were being the worst about abusing each other because uh, you've taken somebody who's had absolutely no power and now suddenly given them a little bit. So they turn into the worst possible bullies. George Soros. We talk about the, the <laughs> name of this again. The Citizen Safety Enforcement Pilot Program. Of yeah, the most see, glorious democratic people to revolution, comrade. Yeah, that seriously. Could sound more like something out of Orwell or Bradbury. It like if they had fucking tried, they couldn't have made that sound. I was saying like to somebody earlier about how like um the way well not not just the left, but like status, like especially like tyrannical regimes and things, like they always use like euphemisms and linguistics oh, yeah. and semant semantics to like yeah sell <clears throat> sell an idea to people by like naming it something like very um like the Patriot non, Act, non, vague, non, vague, non open to interpretation, yeah. but <clears throat> well, has too, some yeah. feel-good buzzwords in it, right? Or in yeah. 1986, yeah. the Firearms or Owners Protection Act, which was effectively yeah. the GCA all over uh -huh. again. Yeah. yeah. Or things like they'll sell you an idea that like nobody would, in their right mind would be like, "No, I'm against that," because then like you know you sound like a like a fucking bigot or like a you know. So or it's like one of those things that kind of guilt shit. you into it. Yeah. Right. So it's like, oh, well, how could I not be on board with that? The citizen, yeah, like, citizens, <laughs> blah, 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 you know, like. Yeah. How about, how about the uh, the USA Freedom Act? That's the one that expanded yeah. the Patriot Act. The yeah, yeah, yeah. uniting and strengthening America by fulfilling rights and ensuring effective discipline over monitoring act. Holy what? fuck, that's a mouthful, dude. Not only yeah. is that so long written that I, I took a nap <laughs> right. part way through, but... <laughs> yeah, it, it is uniting and strengthening America by fulfilling rights and ensuring effective discipline over monitoring. Again, that's, that's the USA Freedom Act. You really do have to ask whether or not these people are literally taking pages from history of the Soviet Union and just copying them. Oh, because sure. does that yeah. not sound like something that Nikita Khrushchev would have been like? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, you know, it just. Like, yeah, how about, about the uh, paperclip, but just about, fucking yeah. ideologies. Uniting and strengthening America by providing appropriate tools required to intercept and obstruct terrorism. That's the U.S. Patriot Act. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is shortened to that was written on the shelf. The acronym was created by a 23-year-old congressional staffer. It says on Wikipedia. Surprise, yeah, and, surprise. And and that was like on the shelf before 9/11 even happened. They just like rolled it right out. Yeah. And that was like what oh, was yeah. it partially written, partially written, or completely written by the woman that's now the lawyer for Facebook. Uh, partially written. <laughs> partially, yeah. Partially written, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the thing that people need to that people need to realize about the American political process as well as most uh, most senators and and uh, representatives and things don't write the laws. Oh no, not at all. No. They actually hire professional lawyers to do it for them, yep. and then they just push yep. it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why they're like five hundred fucking pages long, and it's all legalese speak, and nobody can understand it except for lawyers.
Who was it that said somebody said a few years ago where they were like, look at the look at who's in, in Congress right now. It's all lawyer, 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 lawyer. Where's the uh-huh. rest of humanity? Where's where are the scientists and the, <laughs> yeah. the businessmen and, and the farmers? The farmers yeah, but those guys and, don't want to rule over people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like, they actually want to do work. Fucking lives. Yeah, they actually want to yeah. do yeah. real work and contribute. <laughs> Good Lord. I mean, this country, the United States, whether whether it should actually have a government and exist that way or not, the United States was founded by a bunch of just a ton of different people, like not lawyers, yeah. like the lawyers were the exceptions. It was yeah, being politician like, it wasn't was like your full time job. Farmers, like farmers, inventors, merchants, things like, yeah. you know, sea captains, yeah. lots of philosophers, educators, yes. doctors. Yeah. And they didn't, they, you know, they only did the politician gig like part time and they'd have to come all the way from wherever they were the representative yeah. of. Yeah, that was back in the day when, when the country was founded, um, being a politician was a burden. Yeah. Because yeah. You, had, you had to leave your house, you had to, you had to leave your farm, you had to leave your crops, you had to travel to Philadelphia. Right. That right. Like, yeah, that, 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 that was a big deal. It took weeks. Yeah, that was the reason why Congress only met twice a year was because they needed to give these people time to tend to their own affairs so that they didn't go home and starve. (laughs) Yeah, we were probably way better off because they only fucking attended twice a year. (laughs) I'm a huge fan fan of an absentee government. It wasn't a position, was it? They didn't get paid to do Um, that, to represent I don't really think Uh, so. If they did, it wasn't a lot. I think they got got a a travel stipend. Okay. Um, I don't think they actually got any sort of any sort of pay. Right. That's what I was thinking. Like just travel to get there and back. Yeah. So that's way and, different than it is now because now all they do shit. is like their fucking it's their full time job and all they do is look for fucking new laws to pass. And they make and an upper government. class income. A hundred. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. One hundred seventy four thousand. Yeah, yeah, and they get yeah. they get pension and on, for yeah, and then on top of that they get. Like free medical and dental and a pension. Yeah, for life. For life. Uh, and right. then they also have like travel vouchers. Um, and then they get a travel stipend when they're when they're doing whatever and they're allowed insider trading. And a lot insider, of them, yeah. their districts, their <laughs> districts do different perks or their states do like, you know, private jets and yeah. Well, yeah, like I mean, that. if you if you honestly don't believe that it's incredibly corrupt, then explain to me how a barista from New York has suddenly managed to be able to afford not only an apartment in Washington, D.C. and in New York, but to take a private jet between the two periodically. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, and then complain yeah. about how fucking cow farts are damaging the ozone layer. With my green new deal, yeah, no one will need to fly except for me because I'm special. Exactly. Yeah, right. Telling people that only they the inner party. The like, yeah. <laughs> like, do people not realize who wrote the new green deal? Like Dr. No. Jill Stein. Do you guys know who Dr. Jill Stein is? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolute okay. fucking bonkers of a woman. Yeah. So like, bonkers. Huge agenda twenty one thirty supporter. Yeah, she's like an eco commie. Yeah. <laughs> Very much an eco commie. Almost an eco terrorist, I would think. Yeah, right. Like, because there's so much fear porn wrapped up in it. There's so much fear imagery and and uh, wording, and and they really evoke that emotion of terror in people with their their rhetoric about the world ending in 12 years if we don't act now and all this shit. You know, oh, it's to totally me, a, that's, like a sky is falling kind of thing. Yeah, yep. that's isn't that not a form of terrorism because they're doing it for yeah, political absolutely. purposes. Yep. I mean, yep. Yeah, All right, so since, 
Don't forget that they had to change the definition of terrorism specifically because, as written before, it just covered government. Right. Because yeah, that's pretty much what, exactly how government operates. It's by, yeah. you know, furthering political ends through fucking violence or, you know, psychological trauma, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. Very much yep, so. Through threats oh. and, and fear. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. All right. Since, since, we're, since we're talking about Congress, let's just get on to this other one because this one makes me angry and I'm going to laugh a lot at it. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, Congress just restored. Congress just restored the export import bank. It's still time. <laughs> okay. Uh, when Congress allowed the export import bank's charter to expire in 2015, it looked like a victory against crony capitalism. Congress, it seemed, had finally come to view the federally backed financial institution as a liability rather than a boost to business. And when the bank was reauthorized by Congress several months later, it was given a more limited role. It saw a cut of 85% in funding, and because the bank was reauthorized without a quorum of board members in place, it was prevented from issuing loans above $10 million. It wasn't a total victory, but it was progress. That changed last week when both Republicans and Democrat senators voted to restore the bank's lending authority by approving three members to the board. Even uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, without, with, with so much evidence that the ex-important uh, ex bank, an agency... Okay. This is what this bank does. It is an agency that provides financial support to foreign and domestic companies to boost U.S. exports. So in the the time of MAGA, in the time of Buy America, in the time of foreign (laughs) tariffs, they authorize this bank, which boosts U.S. exports. Yeah. And not only does that, but loans money to do it. So they are buying our product with our money. Yes. Right. Now, Um, pay attention to this, because I think this is the most important part of this story. Reinstating it was bipartisan. By bipartisan, yes. Republicans. It was bipartisan. Like George Carlin said, bipartisanship is usually... uh, Means that a larger-than-usual deception is being carried out. Yeah. Jackson is not amused. <laughs> Jackson is never amused. <laughs> um, Did you guys see that meme where somebody put fucking Hugh Jackman's face on Thomas Jefferson's body? It just yeah. creeped me out so badly. Oh my God. <laughs> fucking creeped me out. It, that was a little creepy. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot creepy. <laughs> so in, instead of actually having, uh, you know, American companies compete and um, try and be innovative and, you know, all these things that, you know, help you flourish in the market, <clears throat> we're just going to use, use a bank to, um, you know, give these people loans to push our products. More <laughs> interventionism, more, you know, um, not, picking not winners more. and choosers, more subsidization. Yeah, so, I mean, yes. Yeah, like, not, not only, it's, not only it's that, artificial that. stimulation of the market. Not only that, but the U.S. government just passed a bill allowing fifteen billion billion with a B fifteen billion dollars to oh, go to farmers and companies that are affected by the tariffs. Oh my God! You could just fucking try lifting the tariffs. I mean, that might fucking solve <laughs> the problem. I'm just saying. This is so insane. Like, it's, it's like it, it's, no, okay. it's like the insanity gets, of daylight savings. Hold on, hold on. It gets like, it can, gets even worse. It gets even worse. It gets even worse. Walmart just issued a statement saying it had oh, to yeah. rise prices on some of its goods. I saw that. 
Only twenty on like twenty six percent of Walmart's goods come from China. Okay. So Walmart had to raise prices to cover for twenty six percent of its products. I had I normally just go there for groceries anyway. So I had people commenting on my page, oh buy America, and this wouldn't happen. <laughs> what? But, like, do do you realize why the U.S. imports goods? Because it's too expensive to make it in the U.S. Yeah, the cost of doing business in the U.S. is too fucking high because of regulations, because of fucking minimum wage laws, because of this government policy and that government policy and that government policy and that one and that one and that one and that one. These are all the reasons that people buy goods made in fucking China. Because there's no way for American-made goods to compete on price. There just isn't. It is, it is cheaper. It is cheaper to buy a product 12,000 miles away, have it ship put it. on a boat, ship yes. all the way across the Pacific Ocean, yeah. unloaded onto a truck, driven to freaking Bittendorf, Iowa. It's more than put, that. It's cheaper than that. It's cheaper to do that. It's more than that, even. There are products, like there are certain foods <laughs> that get shipped to China for processing and oh, yeah. back to the United States chicken. for sale. Yeah, it is chicken. literally cheaper. Yeah, chicken. It's literally cheaper for them to put the chicken on this fucking round trip to China and back mm -hmm. than it is to just have it processed here in the U.S. like 10 fucking feet away from where it's fucking raised and slaughtered. Um. I think it's. I think the, the last report that I read said that fifty-two percent of the food that Americans consume is imported. Now, yeah, and that's it, all due to like the fact that like China pretty much has it, absolutely no regulations whatsoever. Right. And they so have a not saying, that, not saying that that's that's necessarily a good thing because shit is like real bad over there. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I'm not saying that I support regulations, but at the same time, it's like not. A good thing that you have people like working fucking like 18 hours a day making cell phones and there's like yeah, suicide well, nets they, surrounding the building. And they have but... like they have different <laughs> cultural like values that we do too. So it's it's kind of apples and oranges. It's really difficult yeah, to but, compare the two. You also can't truly say that China has no regulations. They have a ton of regulations. Yeah. But the thing is, is that the regulations make so many exceptions and right. those regulate that and those regulations are so hyper specific that well, they go, well, as long as I can skirt around them, who's ever going to know? Yeah, yeah. and what's and weird is there's, there's, there's less regulation on what businesses do, especially if they are favorites of the regime, right? Well, see, that's the whole thing, because um, that's, they're using yeah. corporate, corporate, um, corporate capitalism or corporatism, whatever you want to call it, whatever label you want to give it, but right, they're using that as a vehicle. otherwise communist regime. Yeah, but they're using really it as weird. a vehicle to they're using it as a vehicle to push communism all over the world too, like in Africa, yeah. like all these places where they're doing like infrastructure projects and whatnot, like all these yeah. Private, yeah. Uh, other otherwise thought of as private entities all have a communist yeah. cell within their um like their managerial board. Yeah. And they think that it's that it's their ideology, that it's their government that's doing this. None of it would fucking exist without the at least somewhat freer markets of the West propping it up. There's like None yeah. of it would fucking exist without that. Well, yeah, no. but like what what Dan was saying is, if you haven't actually watched uh, any documentary on that to see just how much where they talk about, so what China oh, yeah. actually does, what the businesses do, or what what the Chinese government does, 
is they loan a ton of money to these third world countries to develop infrastructure and build all these new buildings and everything else at an at a low, an interest rate that 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 uh, government can pay initially, and then they crank the interest rate. And when they crank the interest rate, just like what happened with the housing boom in two thousand eight, you suddenly have this entire country's infrastructure that they can't afford to pay back. So the Chinese government right. seizes it and now they have a foothold in that developing world and they can right. subtly see, slip communism in there. Yep. Right. What they're doing subterfuge. is they're, they're doing like a subprime adjustable rate country mortgages, essentially. And they're yeah. repossessing this shit. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's on, no on the face of it, it looks like they're benefiting lenders were doing. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Like on the face that's of it, it looks what, like they're like, you know, helping humanity was, out kind of. That's what it was with like the Community Reinvestment Act when Democrats wanted to for you know, during Clinton wanted to force mm -hmm. banks to do this subprime lending because <laughs> they felt like it was more fair and they were helping lower income people to be able to afford <laughs> the American dream and get in to a home that they own. And, you know, it all sounded really altruistic, yeah. but in reality, what well, they yeah. did is they fucked a whole bunch of people's credit up and now the banks own more real estate than anybody else in this fucking nation because so. they repossessed all these homes. Well, yeah. And, and tucked into that same act was repeal glass Steagall, which of course Clinton mm -hmm. wanted to get rid of because he yep. was right. so in bed with wall street that he mm -hmm. knew and, and their, their justification was, well, but these banks can't possibly give these loans to these people unless they have the right capital. And the only way that they have the right capital is if they can pull money together from their different arms from both the ones that are taking bets and and making bets and the ones that aren't they need to pull right. everything together so that they can finance this and that was their justification right. right and they're risking everybody's fucking savings to do it. fci fdic only insures like 250 grand in each account i think it's 200 you know, I think they, they, they changed oh. they changed that at the end of the uh, obama administration saying that they oh. if the banks went under that they could fucking um seize money from people's uh, savings accounts jesus fucking christ oh yeah and then oh. um the other thing is when they repealed glass steagall that allowed for the banks to engage in things like derivative um you know uh credit uh default swaps things like that the, that's why the united states is actually like 1.5 quadrillion dollars in debt not really two tw or 22 trillion dollars like they say yeah. because it's all like unfunded liabilities like derivatives oh yeah oh yeah because what they would do is they would they would take all these loans and then they'd sell them to somebody who not only was buying them but was simultaneously betting that they would fail right yeah, exactly yep. and that they would default and so then they, like, I mean, can you imagine, like, think about the way the government and the way that Wall Street runs and try and imagine being the average person trying to run a business this way. Oh, oh yeah, dude, no way. Where you're buying, <laughs> you're buying interest in a business, for instance, that you are then also betting is going to fail. Yeah, and yeah. tell me that none of that seems um, hinky to you. That's like on 9-11 yeah. when they were doing put options on the fucking airlines that fucking you know, smashing in the fucking buildings. And then, like, you know, they made off, like, fucking bandits because of the put options they put on the airlines because the stocks yeah. went down. No. Yeah, like, it's, uh... like, it's like the guy from Pretty Woman, like, doing hostile takeovers of companies that, you know, that, that you know, that he pushes to fail and then the, he splits them up and sells them off piece by piece and yep. makes all this fucking money off of it. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah that's, that's like venture capitable. capitalism or whatever, circle, right? Circle yeah, back to that. Right. Let's circle back to the Export-Import Bank.
Yeah, yeah. Uh, in 2014 fiscal year, that was the last year that the bank had the full board. Um, they had a funding of about $21 billion. Uh, on the domestic side, 65% of the XIM activities benefited 10 giant American companies, including GE and Caterpillar. Boeing alone benefited from 70% of the loan guarantee program and 40% of the bank's overall activities, earning the XIM the nickname, quote, the Bank of Boeing. Bank of Boeing. The Bank, Bank of Boeing. Boeing. <laughs> <laughs> Bank Where is this the law and order sound effect, Andrew? Hang on, I, I, was, I was just pulling it up, actually. The <laughs> Bank it's Boeing. It's Boeing. Uh, on the foreign side, XIM or XM's beneficiaries were similarly well-funded. The vast majority of these companies had ready access to capital and were as large as the domestic beneficiaries. The clients included the who's who of airline industry with names like Emirates Airline, Lion Air, and Ryanair. Also among the foreign beneficiaries was Pemex, uh, the Mexican state-owned oil and gas company. Wait, why, wait, why does Air? Emirates Airline need any kind of fucking loans or subsidies? They are so fucking wealthy. Oh, yeah, they it's are ridiculous. so fucking wealthy. There's no yeah, excuse UAE for needing any is financial like, help. Retarded. Well, yeah, Holy and, shit, it is. Yes, it and is. I would like I would like somebody to explain to me why the hell Ryanair got anything out of it, because I don't know if anybody else has ever flown Ryanair, which is the Irish airline, but... Um, <laughs> It kind of makes spirit look pretty high end and comfortable. Oh my god! Well maintained. Um, Holy shit! It's like a school bus with wings. Yeah, ba like <laughs> basically. Like, oh, this is your captain speaking. We might make it. We might wind up crashing in the middle of the ocean. I don't know. We'll see yeah. by the end. Yeah, back in back in 2014, China was the top. on Gaddafi. China was the top beneficiary of the XM activities. About 11% of all XM activities, or about $2.3 billion, benefited China. In 2018, that share dropped to 1%, or $34.2 million. Of all the Chinese companies that benefited, Air China received the most financial banking from the XIM Bank. This should make you strongly consider the Trump's administration argued that we need the XIM to return its 2014 days in order to fight China. We... We need to fight the Chinese by doing exactly the same thing that the Chinese are doing. Now, Wait. did you say that that was uh, the ba Bank of Boeing? Yes. That, uh, yeah. It was nicknamed the Bank of Boeing. You want to know something funny? You know how Nikki Haley left the, her position at the UN? Uh-huh. Guess where she's a board member now. Really? Oh, she couldn't possibly be Boeing, could it? Yeah. <laughs> that, man. Fucking that ridiculous, man. We need we need government to make sure that the uh, the biz big businesses don't take over and ruin everyone's life. You know what? Right. This elitism, this elitism stuff. This is the incest people should be fucking worried about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, robbing doors, man. Jesus. As they're all, I, I mean, you know, when you think about it, and loaning money again. Imagine running a business the way that the United States government is run. And going, okay, well, so you can't afford to buy my product, so I'm going to loan you money to buy my product, and then I'm going to write both of them up as profits. You know, that should sound familiar, because that's Genius. something very similar to what Enron did not long ago. And Cooking the books, man. So, yeah, and if, you, and if you don't, you know, if, if, you, if you default, I get to write that off on my yeah, taxes. Right. Fucking what? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. 
Gosh, you know, it sounds kind of similar to something a big businessman who invested in a lot of real estate in New York. Um, oh. did. I I can't, you know, I can't remember his name, but he had uh, some legendary hair. He, somebody may have heard of him. I feel like it rhymes with hump. Yeah, with hump? yeah, something like that. He had some awesome steaks, too. Yeah, you know, he, uh, he had this super successful hotel casino in Atlantic City for a while. And... I feel like there's one with his name on it in Vegas. I think I saw it there when I was there just a couple years ago. Remember when he was like, uh, what was it, the super successful football league that he fucking bought? And, uh... oh, the X- <laughs> and a the reality XFL. TV That's star. Yeah, reality Yeah, TV. It, he sounds really familiar. He, he had yeah. some fling with a porn star not long ago, too, I think, and... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and he's like, yeah, but he made out on that. He's like, she ended up having to pay him, so right, God, <laughs> and he's like, he's like super creeptastic about his own daughter. Yeah, oh my God, dude. I can't remember his name though. It's just escapes me. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it'll, it'll. I'm sure it'll come. It'll come to you. <laughs> <laughs> Or Biden will want it to. When it does, it'll be huge. <laughs> Biden will, whether you want him to or not. Right. He's like, you're like fast asleep and you just feel somebody start massaging your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I'm sorry. What the fuck just, is going I, on? I, he's man? just very affectionate, like, Dan. I'm, I'm just very there. affectionate. I don't understand personal space. It's okay, though. <laughs> I, I, I need to make a... Slinky Joe Biden meme now. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Yes. He is I his feel protege. Like I did at one point, but I don't know. Oh, poor Slinky. <laughs> I made one today of him, good. like kissing in a water can in the earlier. garden. So. No. <laughs> yeah, that one was. Fun. I made that one today. He was sitting down to pee, but he was pissing in a watering can <laughs> in a garden. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that is almost as dumb as the judge that gave teen 76 years based on eyewitness he didn't know was illegally blind nice segue jason <laughs> yeah you worked for that one well played yeah yeah <laughs> we're getting a professional level now oh yeah the seamless transitions yeah <laughs> Dex- Dexter Saffold took the witness stand more than five years ago and described the chaos he saw at a Southside gas station in 2011. Saffold told Cook County Circuit Court Judge Nicholas Ford that he watched a man shoot and kill one man there and badly wound another. And he pointed to who did it, the defendant, Darian Harris, the man in the courtroom wearing the jail jumpsuit. There was no physical evidence linking Harris to the shooting that left Rondell Moore dead and Quincy Woolard badly hurt. Still, the judge, hearing the case without a jury, found Stafford persuasive. Ford called him an, quote, honest witness and said he'd given, quote, unblemished testimony. Largely based, <laughs> largely, yeah, largely based on that testimony, he found Harris guilty and sent him to 76 years in prison for murder. But what the judge and the accused didn't know was that Saffold had been deemed legally blind years earlier by his doctor and the U.S. government as a result of advanced glaucoma. <laughs> yeah, I know it was him. There are it was so definitely many. Him. Yeah, there's oh. so many jokes to make here. We just watched Spaceballs. It's like I'm surrounded by assholes. You know, the, the, yeah. the gunner. 
with his crossed eyes. Yeah. His name is all, all I can think Sergeant of is uh, first class asshole, sir. Yeah, Steve Steve Bashimi and uh, and Mr. D. Yeah, yeah, crazy eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I saw it was him. I know it was him, or maybe he was just waving at me. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be I mean, fair, it is I mean, terrible. Huh? It's fucking horrible that this guy's life was turned upside down by. Yeah, you know, a blind witness saying he fucking saw that guy. Yeah, but well, to be fair, hindsight is twenty twenty. Well, but not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's now, hindsight yeah. is more like five five. <laughs> now Harris twenty six is trying to get his conviction overturned, citing the eyewitnesses' previously unrevealed vision problems. And also that when he asked about his vision, Staffel testified he had no problem seeing. Why is he not being charged with per- perjury? Quote: The mere fact, uh, the mere fact that he lies under oath about his ability to see, should alone call his testimony into question. Harris's attorney yeah. said, filing <clears throat> that asked the Cook County State Attorney Conviction Integrity Unit to review the case. Conviction Integrity Unit. Yeah. That, they, we, we can go like, for an hour on that one. Don't worry. They're going to yeah, investigate government themselves. Government agencies that are implemented to police government agencies that are implemented to police government uh, agencies. Yeah. That are so the, this is the same Cook County that's like so legit that they let Jesse Smollett off on like all his charges. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the application for review <laughs> notes that another witness who wasn't called to testify had provided a sworn statement saying detectives pressured him to identify someone he didn't believe was the shooter. The state attorney's office would only confirm that the case is under review. Of course. Are you are you suggesting that the United States uh, justice system may be more concerned with simply uh, conviction rates than the truth? That's uh, exactly yeah. what I was just going to say, too. Hashtag laughs in Ruby Ridge. I mean, yeah. to... If they if they you know throw that out, then they actually have to find out who did it and who wants to do that. I mean, it was way back in 2011, you guys. I mean, just yeah. Well, I mean, there's a federal circuit court right now that's dealing with a case that's like 12 years old, where CPS workers, like social workers, were busted, like perjuring themselves in order to get court orders to remove children from their homes, and these. These social wow. workers have this attorney that's been defending them for the last 12 years, and they're pushing it way up into the federal level, saying was, that they, this that is they the, the, didn't know. Yeah, they didn't know. Yeah, the, yeah they, they didn't, didn't know, know that it wasn't know, okay. That it wasn't okay to lie. Yeah, that's out of that's out of L.A. Yeah. What about Jesus. what about the that guy that was just executed on death row, who where the, yeah. the DNA evidence said that he didn't do it, that he couldn't have done it, and they executed him anyway. Yeah. Wow. That's fucked. Yeah. yeah. After that guy, that guy sat on death row for what, like, like eighteen years or something like that, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And the the DNA came out not even recently. Like it's been like that that retest of the DNA uh, has been out there for a while. And the the his lawyers like you can't you can't execute this guy. The DNA says that he's innocent. Yeah. You can't even keep him in prison for fuck's sake. Yeah. yeah. And the the judge goes, nope, nope, don't care. Yep. Yeah. Ah, oh, justice system justice like that, system. like that, that kind That's of shit enra- enrages me because it's like, what the fuck? Like, there's no recourse. Like, as a you know, 
just an average fucking Joe. Like, what, what can you do about that? You know what I mean? Yeah, they, what are your options? How do you they protect just yourself from this kind of malfeasance? Yeah, it's fucking you know? ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, that's why I always laugh when people go, well, they're convicted by a jury of their peers. Are you... <laughs> Are you aware are you? of how the court yeah. system works? Because I feel like you're not. If you really think that, that means somebody's guilty, right. I just like you know the law and order. I, I do the law and order. Sound, it might as well start out within the criminal justice system. Anyone that the that the criminal justice system finds guilty are guilty. Period. No one actually yeah. cares about the truth. These are made yeah. up stories. Yeah. yeah. Like right, <laughs> like how like exactly. how often right? the, the the conviction rate for police officers is what like like two or three percent or something like that. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually go to court. Yeah, yeah, tells you right there. That's yeah, enough. and the odds of it ever even going to court if there's no video evidence are basically zero. Mm-hmm. And this justice system has nothing to do with what's right or what's wrong. All it has to do with is those magical words that were written down on fucking paper and what you can make them stick to and what you can't make them stick to. That is literally all that it fucking is. Not only that, but like, um, like most prosecutors are not most prosecutors, but like district attorneys, they're elected positions, elected, yeah. elected yep. positions, right? Yeah, so conviction rates matter. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because you want to so, get reelected, right? right? Exactly, and it isn't even just about that. It's that you you go into uh, law to become a prosecutor, so that once you are done being a prosecutor, you can then become a defense attorney. Yeah, that's where the big money that's, is. That's where the big money is. Yeah, that's where the big fucking money is. And that's all. Especially, it's about. yeah. Like my my lawyer for my criminal stuff. Granted, dude got me. You know, did dude got me out of a load of bullshit and actually helped me out. But he had been uh, a DA uh, in um, Arizona for like 12 years or something. And yeah. then immediately, as soon as he got out, became a criminal defense attorney. Right. Well, if you think about it now, it's not so much of um, proving guilt. It's about proving innocence. Oh, yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it, it, it's, it kind of shifted. Like, it used to be about, like, you know, okay, try and prove me guilty kind of thing. And if you can't, then I'm fucking innocent. But now right. it's like, you're fucking guilty before you're even, like... Well, right. yeah, uh, you have to you prove your innocence. Well, did you ever see yeah, the, exactly. the Star Wars fan film, the the spoof of cops? It was called Troops, where it was the, the Stormtroopers? No. no. Is they, it on YouTube? And, yeah, it's probably on YouTube. It's pretty old, but it's absolutely hysterical. It's done like cops, but it's with stormtroopers on Tatooine. And instead of, you know, at the end of cops, the uh, where it says, you know, all suspects are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. In on that, it goes, all suspects are guilty. Period. Otherwise, Ooh. they wouldn't be suspects, would they? Right. Exactly. And that, and that was funny twenty years ago. Yeah. It's the truth now. Yeah, now it's like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's not It's not that funny anymore, you guys. That's Joke's why it's like, okay, you guys. Yeah, yeah it's Try on. and live your life to avoid the law at all costs. It's on, it's on YouTube. Okay, mm-hmm. awesome. It's it's damned hilarious. And, uh, and now, and now, it's in, now it's in the Telegram chat. Yeah. Okay, they, cool. Uh, they respond to a domestic call between uh, Owen and Baru Skywalker. Jesus. Um, <laughs> Good Lord. That's how that turns out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
So. Oh, that sounds funny. So. Yeah, speaking of... Um, stuff, stupid, stuff. Stupid government stuff. and courts and juries and laws. laws. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how about an update on a previous article that we discussed? Yeah. Um, Definitely. The Brookings lady... Brookings, uh, what was her name? Uh, Jennifer Gaiman. She's the lady that was riding the rascal scooter that was pulled over for scootering without a helmet. Right? <laughs> right. And, and then she got in rebel. trouble for leading them on a low speed chase. Yeah, and then she, then she <laughs> left and followed her home on like a, yeah. a, a chase. She was charged with evading and whatnot. She was like, I'm going home now. And then she went home yeah. and they followed her and they called it a police chase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is from from last week. Uh, 48-year-old Brooklyn woman accused of felony fleeing a police officer on her mobility scooter was found guilty in a jury trial in Curry County Circuit Court. Jesus. Wow. Jennifer Gaiman's conviction stems from a November 19th incident with Brooklyn's police in which she was cited for failure to wear a helmet, driving on the sidewalk and in a crosswalk while riding her mobility scooter. A video of the rest in the subsequent low-speed chase recently went viral on social media. Gaiman was found guilty in January in Brookings Municipal Court of, quote, unsafe operation of a motor-assisted scooter, operation of a scooter in a crosswalk, and failure to wear protective headgear. She was fined more than $250 for those offenses. I just want to point out that one of those is operation of a motor scooter in a crosswalk as if she is going to stop her mobility scooter at the corner, get off, and then walk it across the road. Or what Which do they, did they expect her to like, like drive walk. across the road but not inside the crosswalk? Like they want her to fucking yeah. jaywalk but on her scooter? You yeah. Jay scootered. You Jay. <laughs> like what the hell. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, oh gosh, you know, it's it, you got to get off of your scooter and walk it across the crosswalk, boy. Because if she could walk, she could totally need a fucking scooter. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Circuit Judge Cindy Beeman can choose to keep a felony or reduce to a misdemeanor if she sees fit, according to Gaiman's uh, criminal attorney, Rick. Um, I know Kushi. I N O K U C H I. I know Kushi. Holy I know, shit! That's 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 what I'm calling his it. name. His name Gaiman. is Richard. I know Kushi. I just want to. Gaiman point and out. I know Kushi. I feel like there's somebody whose sock is like named that. That's in my friends list or something. And here's <laughs> and here's my uh, here's my paralegal biggest dickest. Yeah. Uh, during, <laughs> during the trial, Ino Kuchi never condemned great grammar for fantasy laced interaction with the police on November 19th. He did, however, claim her actions cannot be categorized as fly fleeing the police officers. Quote, how can she be trying to get away when she told the officer where she was going and proceeded to do exactly that? Uh, yeah. He went on the point that Gaiman also signaled her intentions by using the turn signals on her scooter. <laughs> she didn't use the fucking turn signals. She was <laughs> We didn't know where she was going. Oh. <laughs> uh. She District gave you GPS updates. What? <laughs> District Attorney Everett. Yeah. Somebody needs to look up the top speed of a rascal real quick. Yeah. Uh, District Attorney Everett Dial did not see the events of November 19th the same way. Dial argued that just because the individual does not agree with the law does not mean the law does not apply to the person. Yes, it does. Fuck you. 
He went on the highlight game and clearly knew the police lights and sirens signaled a driver to stop as evidenced by her compliance during the initial stop. Yeah, but a driver. Don't tell me, she wasn't driving. They, yeah. Don't tell me your laws are only valid by the consent of the governed and then say some shit like that. <clears throat> where just because a person disagrees with it doesn't mean it doesn't apply to them. Fuck. Jury yeah. returned its verdict after less than an hour of deliberation. What? Uh, what? Somebody really needed to give these people a pamphlet on jury nullification. Tearful Gaiman said she still plans to sue the city of Brookings and is the police department for violating her Americans with Disability Rights Act. Quote, I still have a suit, said Gaiman. Gaiman's lawyer for the civil suit, Jacob Johnston, said, quote, there was no reason to, there was no reason to pull her over, citing Gaiman's uh, Americans with Disability Act. Uh, Gaiman suffers from best disease, which causes uh, macular degeneration, asthma, COPD, lower back problems, and peripheral neuropathy, according to the California prescription Gaiman said. As a result, she is losing her eyesight, rendering her unable to drive the car. Yeah. Neuropathy's a bitch too. Yeah. Let me tell you. Uh, according to article, according to Article thirty five point one three seven of the ADA, uh, public entities must allow those with mobility handicaps to use wheelchairs in any areas open to public use. Article five zero eight two of the ADA notes that mobility scooter is included in the definition of a wheelchair, which means um, that they can't actually have a law that says she can't use it. In or that she has to use a helmet to use across, it, it yeah, or a helmet because she has to be allowed to use it yeah. as if she were just walking, yeah, right, as, in, if it, if, yeah. as if it was her legs, yeah. Gaming yeah. will be sentenced so on May 23rd, 9 a.m. Jesus, eight miles per hour is the, the top speed. They reached oh, speeds of seven. <laughs> Look oh, at that high speed chase. I mean, that guy's really jogging. You know, I walk on my treadmill at a 3% incline at, like, half of that speed mm -hmm. for 75 minutes. You can fucking jog that so easy. That is Oh, so easy. But you so got to keep in mind that the I, average cop is fat and lazy and <laughs> They were and in cars. And I'm fucking oh, crippled. I'm crippled. Stop. And I can do four miles an hour on my treadmill at a walk. Like, you know how you know how you know how slow eight miles an hour in a car fucking feels. It's like you're. I mean, you don't even have your foot all the way off the brake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My car goes faster than that without even taking my foot all the way off the brake. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. She was like fleeing. Crawl, she dude. told us where she was gonna go and then moved at a rather brisk pace. <laughs> yeah, slightly faster than I can walk. Pace. There. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know what to do. <laughs> it was a danger. Okay, look. What is the purpose of the law against fleeing? I mean, originally, it was supposed to be to prevent, like, property damage to other people's property and danger to the public and things yep. like that. How does that fucking endanger anybody or anybody's property? Well, she peeled out and almost blew down somebody's mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> there was a min pin that was in mortal danger. <laughs> she got tangled in someone's garden flag and ripped it off the little <laughs> stand that it was on. 
I mean, oh, think, but here's the thing, though, is if she can prove, if she can actually prove that the laws as written that caused them to pull her over are, in fact, against the ADA, then therefore they had no reason to pull her over, which means that she cannot legally be said to have been fleeing a lawful arrest. Therefore, there were, the judge should have no choice but to overturn all convictions and let her go. Exactly. Exactly. Because, because it totally invalidates one charge and invalidating that charge invalidates the grounds for the second charge you know we should we should yeah. we should all we should rent mobility scooters and go to brookings and <laughs> ride, ride around you guys how fucking fun would that be holy shit just that ride around no helmet so fucking fun can we dress I'm like down. in leathers and like have like colors have <laughs> i've been i've been brookings. i've been to brookings small place like we can do drag races down the main street i just want to do, do like an anfam sturgis on fucking rascal <laughs> a rascal sturgis oh yes oh fucking yes don't tell oh, me man. you guys wouldn't love that I'm leather, leather vest with big giant anarchy symbols on the back yeah like i'm oh, showing God, up i'm showing so up with fun. one that's been painted flat black with like Skull and crossbones. It's gonna have those yeah, leather tasks yeah, coming off of it. Want. All right, I'll just like I'll just paint mine like bright fucking purple or something. Mine's gonna have yeah. like a Confederate flag and it's gonna say Leonard Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta Somebody's get gotta some, put you gotta fucking thin line gonna, on there. It's gonna it's gonna have a free, a free bird sticker across the back of the seat. That's right, dude. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> You gotta get um you gotta get like mud flaps behind the rear wheels that have like oh, yeah. man. <laughs> Somebody's oh. gotta install like a bitch seat on the back Slank of the rascal be proud of me. for their girlfriend. I, I got it, I got it, I got it. rascal jousting. Nice. <laughs> yes, dude. Nice. <laughs> You're operating yeah. mobility scooter without a helmet. Well I was Rascal jousting. jousting at Rascal Sturgis. Fuck yeah. yeah, I know what with I'm pool, doing this summer, you guys. With pool noodles. Hell yeah. <laughs> but you gotta make sure. Longhorns <laughs> so no one gets hurt. <laughs> you gotta make sure though that the that the the uh the jousting arena is as long as a horse jousting arena, so it takes right. forever. Yeah, it's like it's like Deadpool killing that guy with the Zamboni, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> You'd be more likely to die of laughter than like get fucking halfway down the turning field. And anybody, yeah. Batteries <laughs> die. Any, anybody, anybody know how to get a hold of Timmy from South Park? When you right. <laughs> Timmy, he, Timmy, he can, he, he can be the guest speaker. Timmy, Timmy, you guys ever see the episode where him and fucking uh, what's his name where they joined the um, Jimmy? Where they joined the Crips? Yeah, him and Jimmy. Oh. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. <laughs> they thought it meant cripples. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they do that fucking lock in at the community center to make the Crips and the Bloods get along. Holy yeah. shit, that episode is so fucking funny. That show's gold, dude. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh god. Okay. Since since we're let's that's gonna be it. the official like the official pastime of Anfam Island is gonna be like rascal yeah. attorney 
You know, <laughs> rascal jousting. <laughs> 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 that sounds so ridiculous. Rascal <laughs> 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 A bunch of rascals. Helmet-free rascal jousting. Helmet-free oh, rascal Now jousting. you're fucking getting brave, man. <laughs> yeah. We like to live dangerously around Spicy. these parts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting a rascal tattoo. Oh, my face. <laughs> Dude, yeah, we should make fucking shirts. Up. We should make fucking shirts of the fucking lady on a fucking rascal with like cops chasing behind her with like an anarchy symbol over it. Just li- you li- guys live for your die. You gotta have live- you were like, you were a little kid, you would draw a car and you had to draw like lines on a little dust cloud after it to make it look like it was going <laughs> yeah. fast. Yeah. We could do that behind the rascal. We need to get one of the one of the people that do the shirts and have a rascal and it says tread, <sighs> tread on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Holy fuck. My face hurts, you guys. Holy that's got to be the that's got to be the next Gadsden flag right there. Uh, the this is not only a podcast, it's a think tank. Yes it is. Hell yes it is. <laughs> Ra- yeah. yeah. We, we could be raw radicals One on One of us needs to get like an Amazon merch account set up. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Ra- radical Real. radical rascals. Hear me roar. We can call ourselves the rascals. 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 Like, yeah, rascal. Yeah. There you go. Like asshole, but. Yeah, we need colors now. We got to get, we got to get colors. Yellow and, and black, duh! What the fuck are you talking about, yeah. Andrew? We all no, I mean, I mean the black. the vests with the patches. It's, That's those are colors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll be Sergeant in Arms. <laughs> nice, nice. Judge approves unusual court transportation plan for defendant defendant who weighs more than nine hundred pounds. Oh my god. Speaking of rascals and mobility scooters. Yeah. Uh, a, a man who weighs more than 900 pounds is set to be brought to a federal court in Richmond on Monday after the approval plan of the approval of a plan involving the FBI, the U.S. Marshal Service, the Richmond Ambulance Authority, the Harrisino County Division of Fire and State and Local Emergency Personnel. How does a human being even weigh 900 pounds? Like, <laughs> I don't even know how that happens. I know yeah. that's beside the point. That's totally beside the point. Yeah. yeah. Kenneth, Kenneth T. Hicks, 48, of Emporia, who was charged with cocaine conspiracy case, <laughs> is scheduled to plead guilty before U.S. Magistrate Judge J., uh, David J. Novak. And can be taken he doesn't even have a distribution charge. He just has a conspiracy to distribute <laughs> charge. Like he talked to someone about maybe someday he might sell some coke. Yeah. Hey man, you ever think about selling coke? Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, the, the, arrange, right. the arrangements could involve cutting through a wall where he lives, bracing the structure, and even cutting down some trees. I thought that was a joke when you guys no. said that. No, Court, no, I thought no. so too. Court papers show the alleged conspiracy <laughs> to distribute and possession with the intent to distribute more than a pound of cocaine. Took place between 2013 and 2017. It took them four years to deal with a pound of cocaine. I just let's yeah. yeah. 
At least three. I mean, of the- it would take Robert Downey Jr. like a weekend to deal with a pound of cocaine. <laughs> hey, he's been clean for like minutes. <laughs> you jump him and Charlie Sheen, real okay, quick. Him and Charlie Sheen together. It would take them a weekend to deal with yeah, a pound at of least, cocaine. At least three of the seven people charged in the conspiracy have pled guilty. Uh, Hicks, who has not been in custody, was allowed to make the initial court appearance via video link on March 21st. He asked authorities for help to get him to the federal courthouse on East Broad Street in Richmond for Monday's hearing. A joint agreement by the government and the defense filed this week asked Novak to approve the transplantation plan to get Hicks from his residence. He lives in a dwelling attached to the rear of a mobile home to the loading dock of the courthouse for the hearing. Yeah, he can't even get in the courtroom. The loading dock. Unlike a flatbed pickup, right? Like, that's... Yeah. They have to put him on like a flatbed coaster so or whatever. So insane, dude. With the defendant, please that... approach the bench. Beep, 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 <laughs> beep. We're not here to make fun of him, though. It's just ridiculous that they're spending so much money, all these fucking resources on this. The guy is not a flight risk. Can we all agree that this dude is not a fucking yeah. flight risk? If you have to literally remove a chunk of his home to remove him, he is going fucking nowhere. He's already in prison for fuck's sake. Just leave him alone. Yeah. God damn. Only way he's a flight risk is if you load him into a, like a fucking trebuchet or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's not a fucking flight risk. Why do they even need to fuck with him? Well, Seriously, that's like, my thing. Like, he's not. You could take out a castle anywhere. wall, though, with it. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine? The point of prison is to like deprive people of the joys of life. I'm pretty sure this guy's not experiencing the joys of life. Yeah, he's I don't pretty think... much in prison already. So I don't think you have to him We just don't want him to get any ideas that he's on vacation here in prison. Where he's yeah. going to be laying on a bed all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Different uh, quote, oh. Oh, the, the FBI oh. and the U.S. Marshals may determine that it is necessary to open a large hole in the wall of the structure in order to facilitate the use of a device capable of lifting the defendant's weight. Literally, Proce- the only point of this <laughs> is to flex their fucking authority. Yep. The procedure, the procedure may also require the removal of the ramp near the doorway, the trees on the property. The procedure may require the bracing of the floor and removal of parts of the ceiling structure as well. They have to all cut st- down trees to get yeah, this all- guy out of his fucking house. Yeah, quote, all steps will be taken to minimize damage and protect the defendant's property. Uh, except not charging him. Yeah, except just fucking letting it go. Crime. You cannot make his yeah. life worse than it is. I'm fucking telling you, just leave him the fuck alone. I mean, keep, keep in mind, We're this is all being done. Resources. Yeah, they're oh spending God. they're spending probably hundreds <laughs> of thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's oh, yeah. assembling oh. this house, cutting these trees down, contracting trucks and cranes and whatever else, just so that they can haul him probably a few miles to so that he can sit dog. there to be, to be charged with having probably just said to someone, hey, I know a guy who can get me a kilo of blow, and yeah. do you think maybe you could figure out how to sell it if I got that? Because that- I fucking stuck here, and I have no other way to make money. Yeah, right. Yeah. But- I mean, if you're going to charge him, put him in a house arrest. <laughs> He's ready. <laughs> like, boy. I mean. like- Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, slap an ankle I mean, monitor it, on him. Th- that's what I mean. Like, if you want to feel good about yourself, just hit him with house arrest. It's not like he's going anywhere anyway. Like, and then you got your fucking conviction. 
Well, and yeah. on top of that, too, think about it. If they don't sentence him to house arrest for this and they try to send him to prison, they will need to construct a special cell as well yes. as oh, yeah. entry and exit to the prison and the exercise yard, should he so choose. Under and federal he, law, they will have to. Well, he, is, yes. he, he can't get around on his own, so he is bedridden. So he wouldn't necessarily right. go to jail. He would have to go to the hospital. Uh, right. Right, under so, under custody in the hospital. Yeah, right, yeah. Think they're now they, they're now paying actively doctors and nurses and all uh, that yeah. other stuff. They're paying for the room. They're and you know when they would go out of their way just to like flex their muscle. Getting a better deal out of life if you fuck with him. If you go through <laughs> right? all this, you're Probably. actually doing him a favor. God, just I let mean, him stay home and play. Wow. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, and then online. consider that chances are he spends, if he isn't video gaming, he's spending probably most of his day watching TV. Guess what is a federal requirement in prisons for access? Huh? Access yeah. to TV. TV. Yeah, to watch TV. Yep. So what are you doing? You're not punishing him. You're not giving him any detriment to his life. And even if you were, you're doing it because he hurt literally no one at all right. whatsoever. Even if he had mm -hmm. managed to distribute cocaine somehow, that's that's not criminal against like natural law. That's, he didn't fucking hurt anyone. People may misuse it and hurt themselves. That's their fucking business and their responsibility. But he didn't fucking hurt anyone. Right. He was just and, providing a fucking a, a, you know, a good that was in demand on the market. And statistically, the majority of people who buy cocaine and use it, it doesn't are high actually, income. They're not. And, yeah, they're yeah. not addicts. They're they're using it recreationally. They're, do you know yeah. how many doctors and paramedics and things like that that <laughs> I've heard of yeah. do fucking cocaine? Do you know cocaine. what the cocaine world yeah. looks like in the world of special operations? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who can used to be in our medicine? Just I'm, yeah, exactly. And and anybody our who wants to anybody who wants to consistently por perform at a higher level than they normally would, stay up longer to be more productive. Those are the kind of people that do cocaine. I mean, and he's know, obviously not doing. No, he's obviously not doing the cocaine. Yeah, he's yeah, the nothing, last person I would suspect of doing cocaine, cocaine. like weighing nine hundred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's For right. Real. I mean, maybe oh. somebody should get obvious. him addicted to math or something like that. Just, <laughs> you know. But yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, like if somebody's addicted to cocaine or something, you know, I mean, they're like a habitual fucking user. Like every day, they're usually like smoking freebase or crack or something. You know what I mean? Who it's was not it like whose not... nose caved in? It's one of those like comedians from the 80s that was really popular and you see a picture of him now and his nose is like totally flattened and caved in because of all the coke he's done in his life and he still refuses oh, yeah. to stop he just like oh, destroyed shit. his fucking septum <laughs> dude i pull a little handkerchief through that bitch there is a yeah. <laughs> want to see a magic trick <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what the hell do you guys remember the people that was like Put a chain in their mouth and it like mm -hmm. have it come out their nose and and like fasten it and from their I mouth. Saw, I saw I saw a guy do that once with a spaghetti noodle at a party. Oh, uh, I had a friend. I had a friend. I, when I, was I young left. And it would, I left the party. 
Yeah. <laughs> God, it makes me want to puke when people do that. But keep in oh. mind, I mean, too, you got to also point out that what we're talking about with the guy destroying his nose and stuff is in no way different than what this dude is, has already done to himself yeah. with things that are all completely legal. It's oh, yeah, his, totally. Yeah, it's his fucking life. My God. You like, know? he's already destroyed his fucking life with, with probably with a whole bunch of refined sugar, a ton uh, of... Yeah soda and all sorts of nasty you don't shit. get that size without refined sugar you just fucking don't no. yeah and unless it's a glandular problem Coke does coca-cola <laughs> still you, you need your it's the, all diet your though like your insulin and your cells still need something to store yeah. to create that kind of fat yeah. and the only way to create that much of it is with something that is so packed with energy Oh, yeah. Like refined yeah. sugar, it's really the only way to do it. Yeah, so no, right. well, I, like I, I have friends that have like uh, what is it, hypo or hyperthyroidism or whatever the one that makes you um your metabolism See, slow down. Well, that's hypo. Yeah, there you hypo. go. Yeah. Hypo. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like that that you know because of that, their metabolism slows down. So, so it's you have like, to be like have to extra w- fucking careful. Yeah, exactly. Right. So. Yeah. No. It's a compounding effect. That's the same with diabetes. You have to be extra fucking yeah. careful yeah. about what you eat. Yeah. No. All right. While we're on the subject of drugs, Michigan police won't be able to seize people's cars for suspected drug crimes anymore. Oh, man. Oh, do you mean they actually <laughs> need to no seize things? Yeah. Michigan police have been using a tool called civil asset forfeiture to seize hundreds of cars a year over suspected marijuana offenses, even when the owner is not convicted of a crime. Yeah. But those days will be coming to an end. Michigan, Michigan has been seizing cars over parking tickets, too, haven't they? Like, uh, oh, yeah, no, uh, Chicago. Chicago, Chicago, Chicago was the one we, we were Illinois. reading about. Yeah. yeah, okay, never mind. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. don't mind me. Uh, Michigan Governor uh, Gretchen Whitmer signed three bills into law last Thursday that significantly limit police's ability to forfeit property without first obtaining a <gasps> criminal conviction. No, no, that is just downright unfair. You mean that you can't just find somebody with a bag of literal oregano in their car? And I need some, I need car? some popcorn before you start reading the cops' fucking <laughs> quotes in reaction to this. Because yeah. I can't yeah, right. you hear what they're saying about yeah, it. Michigan will join eleven other states that have passed laws requiring convictions before forfeitures in some or all cases. Ooh. Part of growing bipartisan concerns that civil asset forfeiture derives property owners of due process and creates perverse incentives for the police. You know, no, you don't say. say. Yeah. <laughs> oh my no, goodness. This is the first time that you've ever tuned into our podcast. This might be news to you. <laughs> yeah, but <right. laughs> we've been bitching about civil asset forfeiture for almost two and a half years now. So yeah. That Donald Trump said that he loved oh so much. Just taking, you know, take the guns first and Worry about yeah. due process later. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chris, Christopher, they're fucking Christopher, road says, uh, Christopher says there goes the chief. There goes a chief source of income for the ruling gang. Seriously, mm. I bet yeah. they're pissed. That's why I can't wait to hear what they fucking have oh, to yeah. say. About um, it's quote, like the steam coming out of their ears right now. Yeah, so yeah. Right. Kettle, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quote, I know that many of our citizens have not been treated fairly or offered the protections they deserve, and that changes today, Whitmer said at a press conference before signing the bills. The bills will bar police from seizing property for suspected drug crimes without first obtaining a conviction in cases involving assets under $50,000. 
they will also strengthen procedural protections for property owners. Wait, under $50,000. So in theory, to this point, you said they'd seized how many cars a year? Uh, it doesn't say. Uh, okay, wait, here, here's uh, using public records. Study in Michigan used to ask the forfeiture and found that police seized thousands of cars in 2017 under the auspiciousness of marijuana enforcement. Of the, more than, of the more than 2,500 vehicles seized, 473 were not accompanied by a criminal conviction. In 438 of the cases, no one was even charged with a crime. In 10 cases, the cars were seized under suspicion of a drug violation, even though the records say police didn't find any drugs. Wow. And essentially, what they're, I mean, they're, they really prey disproportionately on poor people with civil asset forfeiture mm -hmm. because wealthier people have the means to fight them and they don't want, yep. them. they just want stuff. They just want stuff that they can put on their fucking <clears> shelves. <throat> And add to their fucking numbers and their statistics, and then eventually will age off of their fucking evidence shelves and just become police property. Well, how you know? this though? The the math the math is what boggles my mind because if it was up to fifty thousand dollars that they could take without a criminal conviction, that means theoretically, at what four hundred and fifty cars seized, that's twenty two and a half million dollars per yeah. year. Without a criminal conviction, yeah, that's crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So now, so this law protects people like when, when they take less than things valued at less than fifty thousand, right? Right, because the law, well, law already exists, I think, in Michigan that they can't. Okay, I, mean, I mean, just listen to this number: like four hundred and seventy-three were not accompanied by a criminal conviction. So that means yeah. four hundred and seventy-three of the twenty-five hundred. Uh, the people were found not guilty of anything. That's one uh, fifth. That's yeah, one and, fifth. How, how yeah, easy would it be to just like drop a fucking bag in somebody's car and be like, oh, oh Dave, there's lots of Oh, videos. I'm sure they do that. That's, yeah. And, yeah, that's 23 okay. and three quarters million dollars worth of assets. Hold on. And, yeah. and 430 and 438 of those cases, that's 438 of the 473. Uh, no one was even charged with a crime. So fucking yeah. crazy, dude. And in ten and in ten cases, which is too many, the cars were seized under the suspicion of a drug violation, even though the police records say they didn't find any drugs. So, so yeah. zero zero presence of drugs. The police yeah. still took their vehicles under civil asset forfeiture. No probable cause out even. Not even probable fucking cause. Not even yeah. that. Nothing. And Literally nothing. Still, they, Still, they just fucking stole these people's vehicles and never had to give them back. So and it's pretty me, much, it's, it's no different that than somebody, random person on the street. Yeah, exactly. Theft. I was going to say, it's, it's the street not wearing a fucking costume, taking yeah. your car. It's actually <laughs> hijacking because the people are fucking driving their cars at the time. Yeah. So the cops yeah, right? are fucking yeah. throwing them out of their own cars and stealing their cars. That is hijacking. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if an, a, a person who was not a costume member of the ruling gang could take, like, had taken in the past 12 months alone more than $22 million from someone? The right. level of shit from they a whole bunch get. of people oh. from like aggregate that and much that they stole from a whole bunch of people, and that's just vehicles. Yeah, that's yeah, not and cool. that's not counting that's not everything else that they seize. Well, keep in mind, cash is in homes and 
and yeah, electronics other, other and, properties and, and like yeah. in I, and I don't know. I would assume that Michigan has the same thing, but I know for sure in Wisconsin, if they determine that you are uh, that you are uh, maintaining a dwelling place for the purposes of drug distribution, they can seize the home. Yeah, your yeah. entire that's, fucking house. That's how it is in California. My God. So how do they know what the purposes that. of that? Can they read well, your fucking and, mind? And and in California, well, they did that to a kid. They did it to a kid's parents. He was selling heroin or whatever. He was living with his parents, and they fucking seized the house because he was living at his parents' house. That's right. Like, oh well. Yeah, yeah. Not even you know, his fucking, fucking house. Crazy dude. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. California in California, um, any property used in the uh, commission of a crime, they can seize. So, Jesus. like, fish and game. Fish and game will take people's trucks and boats. Yep. For DNR, oh my God. DNR does that here, too. If you, like, like license. Yeah, or, if, or, you, if you poach a deer. So, if you poach a deer in Wisconsin, you, you take a white-tailed deer, and you don't have, you haven't paid your blood money to get the license to do it, and it's not in the You season. don't have your tags, right. Right. They can seize... The weapon that was used, all ammunition present, the vehicle it was transported in, the uh, all of the implements used to process it, the freezer that held it, the home that it was processed at, uh, the land Holy that set home sat on, anything that came into contact with it. If they gave the meat away and you knew it was poached, they can take your car, your home. Holy shit. It's so, last so because you because you hunted the king's game, exactly. Right. Yeah, without without the king's permission. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, uh, how, that's how it used to be in like feudal fucking um, you know, like feudal times and shit. Like you were that's exactly like, how it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not even yeah. just feudal times. Up through like the eighteen hundreds, the nobility still were the only ones for a long time in England who were allowed to have firearms, who were allowed to hunt. In the yep. king's forest, and if a commoner did it, if a commoner had a firearm, if a commoner hunted in the king's forest or on a noble's land, they could be fucking killed in, for it. Oh, in the UK, oh, yeah. you can still sell land but retain hunting rights. Huh. So that that actually was a really common practice for uh, nobles in the late Middle Ages into as late as the 18th century in England where in order to avoid uh, paying tax on their estate, land that uh, nobles were just using for hunting, they would cede to uh, like an abbey, a religious abbey. Right. But, but with a contract that said that they retained all hunting rights, so they still got to hunt it all they wanted. Right. They didn't have to pay taxes anymore. Yep. Nice. Christopher says, uh, to quote my wife, unregistered deer are just bodies in the trunk. Yeah. Right. yeah. Hey man, uh, I I had I had a pile of corn out and I had a sign up that it was only for squirrels. And yep. Those birds. fucking deer didn't <laughs> obey. Deer my was sign. eating it, and I didn't know how else to stop him, so I shot him. Yeah, yep. he was violating my property. Yeah. <laughs> um. Here's here's another one for you. This is another asset forfeiture one. Um. Dundon. This is Dundon, Florida. Dun, or, or Dunedin, D-U-N-E-D-I-N. That sounds like Dunedin, like like from fucking Lord of the Rings, that race yeah. of people. <laughs> yeah. well, either way, that, it, isn't I, that what it reminds you of? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah like, it, like, I think it's I think it's uh, Dunedin. Okay. okay, Dunedin find a man thirty thousand dollars for 
tall grass. Uh, yeah. Now the city is foreclosing on his home. Holy shit. Jim, yeah. Jim Ficken admits that he let his grass grow too long. He just doesn't think he should lose his house over it. The city yeah. of Dunedin's code enforcement board moved to foreclose on Finnegan's home Tuesday because he had failed to pay nearly $30,000 in code violation fines. Yeah, this is not an HOA. These are code violations. This of is the city. city. Yeah. The city the is fucking yeah. taking his house because they don't like how it looked. Yeah, uh, the city fined him $500 per day over the summer because his grass grew longer than 10 inches. Oh, my God. My How grass only grows longer than 10 inches because it's mostly fucking, like, wheat grass. Like, like this stuff that grows, like, overnight, like a foot, you know? Yeah, the, the same day the city moved to foreclose, Fennekin, 69... Uh, 69 years old, filed a lawsuit board. He's seeking $1 in nominal charges, uh, attorney's fees, and that would relieve him of the fine. It also hopes to end Dunedin's alleged practice of finding people, quote, without considering a homeowner's ability to pay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because he's... He's old and he had something going on. What was it? Yeah, I don't... I'll get to that. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Finnegan held a news conference Wednesday in front of his home at 1343 Lady Marion Lane to announce the filing of the suit. His lawn was trimmed. Quote, it's an excessive fine and everybody I've spoken to says it's outrageous. Finnegan, yeah. a retiree on fixed income, said. Dunedin Mayor Julie Ward Bujalaski defended the code enforcement board uh it's a citizen driven body that reacts to complaints from other dunedin residents so Finnegan, what that oh gosh okay yeah finnegan's were... property was subject to complaints from his neighbors so the board took action which Finnegan, means which means as they haven't seen any evidence that neighbors complained if which you don't means... like that your old ass neighbor can't mow their fucking lawn here's what you do about it you mow their fucking lawn for them well, yeah. and not only that, but I mean, consider this though. That means that the, his neighbors are such pedantic assholes, stilted pedantic fucking assholes that they went to his lawn with a ruler to determine that it was too long and then whined about it. Okay, they spent right. too much time at the beach. That's Florida, right? They spent too yeah. much time at the beach. They have sand and all their fucking cracks. And people That's wonder why problem. guys hang out at their sunroofs at right. seventy miles an hour on the interstate and don't want to go home and would rather go to jail. What yeah. it is it's the, the the chemicals and the suntans, the sunscreen that get into their brain. <laughs> yeah. That's why lost, you go. According to the lawsuit, Finnegan re re routinely spent weeks away or weeks at a time away from his property to aid his dying mother in South Carolina. In 2015, while, Fe while Finnegan was in South Carolina, Dunedin cited him for having grass that was too tall. According to code enforcement policy, this, this, is, this is one like a big piece of it. According to code enforcement policy, any subsequent violation of the city code in the next five years would make Finnegan a repeat offender. Jesus. Finnegan's you mother lawn twice, you criminal. Finnegan's mother died in, <laughs> died in 2016. Finnegan left uh, in for two weeks in July of 2018 to manage her estate. During the time, during that time, the man who mowed his lawn 
Russ Kellum died suddenly. When Finnegan got back and tried to mow his overgrown lawn himself, his, mo- his, his mower broke. Jeez. Finnegan gave Finnegan no notice that it had been charging him twenty or charging him five hundred dollars every day for the length of his grass. Five hundred dollars a day. Well, fines were so hefty because Finnegan was a repeat offender. Jesus fucking Christ! It was nearly two months before Finnegan had any idea he owed the city tens of thousands of dollars. He said, on August twentieth, a code enforcement official ma- making his daily round. Finnegan to expect, quote, a big bill from the city. That day, Finnegan bought a new motor, a new mower. The next day, August 21st, he mowed his lawn. He also received a notice from the city that he was to appear at a hearing before the Code Enforcement Board on September 4th. Finnegan couldn't make the hearing. He was due in South Carolina to manage another issue with his mother's estate. The board met without him on September 4th and determined his fine would stand. The board also approved a separate fine, alleging that his grass had grown too long again, starting August 31st. And Finnegan said he received no notice of that fine earlier. Between the two fines, Finnegan owned Dunedin $29,833.50 on a house with a $125,000 market value. God. I mean, at some point, I mean, what is it? Is it Mankin that says, have a reasonable man must be tempted to yeah, you know. Ed, yeah, Mencken, the, it, from time to time, every reasonable man must be tempted to spit on, hoist the black flag, spin on his hands, and begin slitting throats. Slitting throats, yeah. yeah, slitting throats. Like um, this, like this sort of thing is I, literally the reason that kill dozer exists. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all I can think of, all you can think of, in the unit in criminal justice system, crimes mm-hmm. against lawns are considered especially heinous. Right. <laughs> the Citizen Code Enforcement Brigade has been formed to prosecute these crimes. These so are their stories. Five five hundred dollars <laughs> a day. How do those fines ever get considered fair? I mean, aren't there let's 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 look at this from the status paradigm as it sits. Aren't there supposed to be rules that prevent excessive and punitive Fines and and yeah. I feel like there's something in a document somewhere that says something about unusual punishments. That's what I think. People being secure in their persons and properties. I don't know. I feel like that might be in there too. Um, there's it's I I think it, something about needs maybe I don't remember. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's probably not important. Yeah. Uh, Christopher says just kill the grass and put in that green plastic outdoor carpet. Lord knows there's probably some insane fine pertaining to that too. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I mean, this, this is the yeah. same place. This is the same state that would fine people for having gardens in their front yards. So I was just going to say, like, you have to also, grass and you have to maintain it. They will find you either way. If you so replace it, with, uh, replace it with gravel. Yeah. yeah. There's, this is the same state that also took a lady to court who was living off because she was living off the grid. Like, they, yeah. they literally took her to court and literally forced her to, to hook, hook back up, cable up, up and electricity and, and, and her or something like that. That isn't yeah. even unique to Florida, though. They did that here in Wisconsin, <laughs> actually really local to me, to an Amish family that uh, built a house, a brand new house, 
and refused to hook it up to utilities, obviously. And so they uh, condemned the house because they said it wasn't up to code because there was no electrical in it. Jesus. And wouldn't allow them to move into it. Yeah. Ridiculous. So. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's that was like 12 years ago. That house is still sitting there vacant. They're not allowed to use it. What the fuck? Yeah, I hate government. Yeah, me too. Here's where, oh. it gets, where it gets crazier, though. In Wisconsin, if you hook up the electrical, you have it all run, you pay somebody to run the electrical, the plumbing, everything, that's all up to code, and then choose not to connect to the grid itself. So it's all there, but it's never connected. That's up to code, and you can live in it. Huh. That's just... <laughs> that, that, it, it, ah. So why would they just do that? You know, like like set all this stuff up, put in like solar electric or whatever, and then, you know, just unhook it after they fucking look at it. <laughs> you know, it's funny you should mention that because California recently passed a bill saying that all new housing constructors have to have solar panels on the roof, right? They have to have they have to have solar power, but there's also a state law that says that they have have to connect to the grid. So you have oh to have solar panels, but you still have to have electrical lines. It, it j- right. Here so now, they're, the, they're king, use... the, the king yeah. doth decree that all homes shall provide power to his grid. Yes. yes. <laughs> all right. That's exactly what it is. That's what I was just going to say. They're going to be using your house, your right. house, as their fucking power plant. That's yeah. all of you. Yeah. yeah. I can't. You, $30,000. Jesus. Ridiculous. A U.S. congressman is seriously worried about space pirates. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, go ahead. What is it, Dirica? Just say it. I was just going to say, I I don't know if he like had some qualifying thing with it where, because I didn't really read into this much, but where he's talking about like private businesses and stuff starting to explore space not just governments like spacex you know and shit like that or if he really was talking about like alien civilization no 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 it's it's he literally says pirates i know but does he mean pirates (laughs) from this planet or pirates from another planet that's my big fucking question the anunnaki man During a hearing Tuesday on the subcommittee <laughs> of aviation and space, U.S. Senator Ted Cruz argued that the Space Force is necessary to ward off space pirates. <clears throat> quote, ward space ISIS, off. dude. Quote, <laughs> quote, pirates threaten the open seas at the same time it's possible in space, he said during, the, during his opening statement. Since, or since, quote, the ancient Greeks were first, first put to seas, Cruz argued, We've recognized the, quote, necessity to protect waterborne traffic and commerce from bad actors. And now he says it's time for Space Force to do the same thing. I don't think he knows what Space Force actually is. Ah, ah, I actually have a counterpoint to that. You can finish, but I have a counterpoint to that. Um, I just want to see a headline that says, like, we chased, like, fucking space butt pirates into a black hole. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Oh okay. Christopher, they prefer says, the term "ass." It was gaping. Christopher, <laughs> Christopher says, "So pirates on our roads, perfectly fine. Pirates in space, oh hell no! Beware of space folly." <laughs> That's right. Piracy's only no. okay if they're doing. If so they're this, doing it. this, exactly. actually, 
Derek, to your point, actually, I do have a, I do have a, a reason behind his statement. Okay. Um, yeah, he actually, yeah, there, there is actually a reason, and yeah. the only way, reason that I know is because of the book The Martian. If you've never read the book The Martian, you you really should because it's one of the most well scientifically researched practical realities of uh, Martian colonization. Like it, it's super good. But anyway, didn't they base the movie with Matt Damon on that? Huh? Is that they based the movie with Matt Damon on it? Yes, yes, it's based on it's okay. based on that book. Um, yeah. And he makes the same point in the movie. See, under international treaty, space is considered governed by the same maritime law that the open yep. ocean and international waters are. No, I realize that. I know. So, that. well, the point I used that to work makes, in space command. I mean, yeah, but, like <laughs> but the point that he makes, the point that he makes in The Martian is he mentions that he's getting on this ship that belongs to another country, and that no one ever gave him permission to do that. And so then he's like a stowaway, right? Well, no, so no one ever gave him permission to commandeer this ship because that's what he's doing, and they can't until he gets on it, breaks into it, gets on it, and then engages the radio system. Therefore, under the legal definitions of maritime law, what he is doing is, in fact, an act of piracy, piracy. therefore, making him a space pirate. And consistently throughout the rest of those communications in the book and in the movie, he demands everyone calls him Captain Blondebeard. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the videos that you were sending on you uh, on Telegram, the YouTube videos. The yes, it's that's yes. the movie. That's that's yeah. his point is that okay. you can actually. I watched commit a few piracy. of those videos and I was like, this shit is fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, a space <laughs> for so um, the entire. <laughs> Uh, a proposed and independent branch of the military plays the important role, according to Cruz, to, quote, defend the nation and protect space commerce and civil space exploration. Defend As the nation? Oh, my. Defend the nation by yeah. going to other planets and things. By not right. even being on the yeah. fucking planet. The <laughs> U.S. now extends out into space. And oh, as a result, yeah. he says, America could blaze a trail in mining asteroids and exploring the far reaches of the solar system while, quote, not being subjected to the whims of rogue hostile nations. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like fucking he... Elon Musk or what? Yeah. What are we talking about? Hey, I can't wait know. for S SJWs to start screeching fucking space colonizers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, did you see that picture of Elon Musk and what he was wearing as he was watching that launch of SpaceX? The man is in fact a supervillain. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I well maybe because I always thought people like Lex Luthor were a little bit misunderstood, you know, in some ways. But <laughs> I'm not mad, I'm just angry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I'm just saying like if 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 we ever get to the point where space travel is as simple as like going to the used space station lot and buying a used spaceship and right going, I aim to misbehave. So like Star Wars yeah. level easy. I mean, at that I, point though, I aim, I aim to misbehave. Yeah, I was gonna say at that point though, if that's the case, I'm gonna not only need one of those rundown ships, I'm going to need a badass Valkyrie pilot. Um, yep. her quirky but uh, talented husband co-pilot, 
I'm going to need a prostitute that's like my emissary to planets. Yes, a a prostitute that that I'm secretly going to be in love with. (laughs) um, A uh, nymphomaniac female mechanic. A stuck-up doctor. Yeah, a mysterious doctor and his ever more mysterious sister Sister. who he's going to pack into a crate. I'm going to need those things. Oh, and let us not forget the man who always has grenades. Just our crew. You never know who may or may not be honored on some mysterious foreign planet that mine. Well, you can do that. I'm going to look for a crew of like a living tree, a raccoon, a green lady. (laughs) I just want to go on a space L ride. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I just want to be a ravager. Rascal. Fuck all, all of you. Space rascals. Just, yeah. just yes. space rascals. Space rascals. Yeah. Space rascal jousting. That's right. That's right. I would I would really rather be the uh space the Dukes of- Rascal Sturgis on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Let's Dra- do it. You know the best. No, the best part about that is if you look at the equipment that the astronauts on the ISS already use for spacewalks, it basically is like a little space scooter as it is. They exist yeah, right. already. Yeah, right. We could do and they this. wear diapers like people who often ride rascals. <laughs> Holy crap. You're one step away. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, there are contingencies to doing... Space rascal jousting, primarily the laws of physics. Right, yeah. but... They may provide mild problems. Oh, we're, at the moment. We're anarch- <laughs> uh, laws. Yeah, don't fucking law me, bro. <laughs> Damn. I mean, you can. Gravity Get the is fuck oppressive. out of here with your your oppressive objective reality, Andrew. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah you're, not, you're not a real anarchist <laughs> if you believe in the laws of physics. <laughs> That's right. Fuck ha- you. Hashtag, no hashtag, hashtag Newton was a tyrant. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's no, you don't get to tell me what to do. Gravity. <laughs> Just because gravity is right for you doesn't mean it's right for me. Maybe yeah, somebody, fuck off. maybe somebody thinks that uh, to add the angle of uh, refraction equals the angle I'm, of inflection, and, and perhaps I'm, trans, I'm transgravitational, you fucking bigot. How dare you not acknowledge that? I can levitate. That's right. <laughs> you walks are people too. <laughs> Yub nubbing for freedom. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's only, a, step really always a, a good time with you guys. It that's only a, that's a step away from lightsabers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, as, soon, as soon as lightsabers exist, Darwinism is ramping up. Like oh, yeah. the the uh, attempt to actually create a lightsaber is itself Darwinism, um, because the amount of thermal energy that the blade would actually put out would set literally everything on fire almost instantaneously. Right. So you'd be like, "Oh yeah, you think so, Darth?" It's like self-immolation. Yeah, it trying would be to turn far the less on. cool and way less. Oh. Like, everything's on fire. Apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So. I, I just, I just want to like move into space and become trans species and become a mog, half man, yeah. half dog. Be my own best friend. We just watched Spaceballs the other day. <laughs> I, watched, I watched yesterday morning too. Are you That's fucking? If I have the ability to build an inter, an, an interplanetary uh, Winnebago, you can yeah. be damn sure I'm doing that. Like, 
And then I'm cooking space meth in it. It's Megan, so... sir. She's gone from suck to blow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. Oh. Me too. I love that whole fucking movie. Yeah, the the Schwartz movie. be with you. Let's do a serious one real quick and then uh, Liquid Schwartz. For the last. <laughs> yeah. uh, Chelsea Manning faces a thousand dollar a day fine and was imprisoned, was imprisoned again yesterday for refusing to testify for the grand jury. This is another by the day fine, isn't it? Another one of those like uh-huh. another another dollars a day or whatever. A thousand, a thousand, a thousand dollars a day. Yeah, because the Fifth Amendment only applies if the government says it does. Right. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Quote: I will not cooperate with this or any other grand jury. Chelsea Manning told reporters Thursday from outside a federal courthouse in Virginia. She is now back behind bars for her refusal after being released just last week from sixty-eight days confinement, much of it in solitary. U.S. District Court Judge Anthony Tranga has merely ordered Manning back in federal custody. He ruled that Manning must pay for the privilege of having her freedom taken away, five hundred dollars a day for thirty days, and a hundred or five hundred dollars per day after thirty days, and one thousand dollars per day after sixty days. Jesus. Quote: While cover. <laughs> Found it out. <laughs> while, coercive, while coercive financial penalties are commonly assessed against corporate witnesses, we which cannot be jailed for contempt, it is less unusual to see them used against a human witness. The Sparrow Project points out. Manning had already served seven years in prison for her 2010 whistleblowing efforts in which she leaked a damning information about the U.S. military operations in Afghanistan and Iraq to WikiLeaks. This year, the feds have attempted to haul Manning before two separate grand juries to provide testimony related to those acts. Both times, Manning has refused, objecting to the secretive nature of the grand jury proceedings. She was forced back into federal detention yesterday, quote, exactly one week after the release for refusal to testify before a separate grand jury that sought answers to identical questions that were asked of her before. Wait, okay, so this is testifying. They want her or him, whatever you believe, to (laughs) testify against themselves. And they're trying to compel. Okay, now... Well, I, I think I think no. what, it, what, it, what it really gets down to what what this really gets down to is why they while they're pushing her now to testify. Can't she plead the fifth? No. Yeah. No, you can't nope. because it's, it's a secretive grand jury. I think what it really comes down to is they want Manny to say Julia Assange's name. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Of course. So that they can get Assange <laughs> from England. Or France or wherever it is, yeah, and then they can throw him under the rock with. Wasn't he just extradited? I mean, he's... yeah. No, no, he's he uh, just got served 50, 50 weeks in a. Yes, he got uh, sent yeah. to 50, 50 weeks for fleeing uh, on bail. Yep. Yeah. So, but here's so here's the legal reasoning behind this, and it gets a little complicated. But what it amounts to is because Chelsea Manning was already convicted. And mm-hmm. then pardoned, um, or sentence commuted, or whatever. 
because the conviction already exists, the Fifth Amendment protection no longer applies. What about double conviction... jeopardy? Yeah, I was just going to say that. What? What about, what about double, double jeopardy? jeopardy? Well, you can't double... be convicted that's of the same why. crime twice. No, that's why, though, because you can't, because double jeopardy means that you can't be tried for this crime again. No, it means so, you can't be, yeah, you can't, can't be, like, convicted, can't be convicted of the same crime okay. twice. You, right. You, you, yeah, you can, can be, be tried, you can be tried, you can be tried 40 times. Yeah, right. You can only be convicted. Right, but because the conviction has already occurred, then therefore the admission of guilt has already happened. You're not incriminating yourself for a crime that you've already committed and been convicted. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Therefore, they can compel you to reveal information pertaining to the existing conviction. At least that's the bizarre constitutional bullshit that they're trying yeah, loophole. to yeah. That's the angle that they're looking for is you're not set because the idea is what they're trying to do is say, well, the spirit of the Fifth Amendment is that you we can't force you to admit to things that will result in you going to jail and being convicted. Right. But you've already gone to jail, been convicted. All of that's already happened. So it's under the spirit the open. Yep. of the Fifth, it's it's already you public. Can't that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They don't know. They don't know that there isn't more incriminating shit that they never found out about that she doesn't want to right. fucking divulge. They don't, and that's the thing is, and and that's that's the struggle is that you have to say effectively, you have to admit that there may be more crimes yeah. in order to not have to admit to crimes. Well, you can say. I mean, anybody can say. I don't know. I don't know every fucking law in the book. I don't want to talk to you assholes because I don't fucking right. trust you. Oh, and, politician will just be like, I don't. I don't recall. Any judge will say that ignorance of the law is no excuse. Yeah, it that's is actually now. a Supreme wasn't Court there decision. Like a Supreme Court decision now that, that it is an excuse that there's so many laws nobody could be expected to know all of them. Well, there's a Supreme Court decision that says exactly the opposite. It says that ignorance of the law is absolutely no excuse unless you're a cop, in which case you're not obligated yeah. to know the laws that you're required to enforce. I thought there was yeah, a exactly. case recently where they, the <laughs> Supreme Court had overturn that for citizens too was that just for cops that's just for cops as far yeah. as i'm aware cops are not required that's to know so the law. ass backwards so, so ass, ass backwards, backwards. <laughs> right yes. like the people that are supposed to enforce it and know what they're enforcing don't need to yeah. know it the people who are responsible for catching you breaking the law don't even have yeah. to know what the fucking <laughs> exactly. law is yeah but you have to know every law there's no excuse for not knowing it it's just like I'm arbitrary sorry, judgment fucking what anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, ignorance of the law is an excuse if you're a cop. Um, I believe it's Lambert versus California. Um, it's from 1957. It <laughs> says that um, the defense of ignorance of the law it, it is no legal excuse. Uh, it's known as ignorantia juris non excusat. But it is a fucking excuse. I don't know how they can say that it's not a fucking excuse. <laughs> I, like, how could if a person does not know a particular rule, how can you hold them responsible for breaking it? And not only you that, know? there's a difference between natural law, constitutional law, color yeah. of law. Right. You know I, I mean? just mean even just just through their fucking paradigm. Like, yeah, no, how absolutely. do you fucking? Well, they, they operate even... under color of law. You know right. I mean? and yeah. That, and that's way well, more expansive than fucking constitutional or natural law. 
And right. and Countrywide Realty was involved in a Supreme Court case back in 2010, and I don't remember exactly the name of the case, but they were involved in it and argued that because they didn't know a law existed, that you couldn't blame them for accidentally breaking it. And again, the Supreme Court agreed with the prior 1957 ruling, which said that just because you don't know the law doesn't mean that you're not obligated to obey it. Huh. And that plays to their advantage, though, because it's like, you know, Right, unless you're a cop and you're responsible for enforcing it, then you don't have to yeah. fucking know it. Right, yeah. then yeah. you don't have to know the details of the law because, well, you can't be blamed. I mean, how could anyone know with all these laws? How could anyone keep track of all these laws? Don't worry about it, cop. No, didn't John Stossel like write a book or he did like a special like where fucking he's like pretty much like showed that like you know you accidentally like. Commit like three felonies a well, day a or book, some fucking shit like that. Yeah, day. yeah, that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's a book. You can find it on Amazon. Three felonies, and that's a, a conservative day. estimate. Yeah, to the book. Yeah, yeah. So Without when people say it. if you're not doing anything wrong, you have nothing to hide. That's fucking bullshit. Everybody's yeah, like doing ninety percent of the time. You don't every know. Fucking day and <laughs> yeah. doesn't even realize it. Wrong yeah. according to. Yeah, well, if you're not down with magical ink on magical fucking paper yeah. anyway. If you're not doing anything wrong, how the fuck do I know if I'm doing anything wrong? There's yeah, 800,000 pages of this shit. <laughs> I exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, according to natural law, I'm not doing any wrong because I haven't caused anybody harm and there's no victim. So knowing what's what's in all those fucking that's pretty meat and potatoes. Full time but... job. I mean, yeah. you would think there would be people whose job is to like that's their only job is to know what's in those pages and inf- wait. Hang oh, on, you guys. Wait, wait. Those Hang are the people who don't have to. Yeah, don't have okay, to worry right, about it. Never mind. That was, okay. So if they don't stupid. have to know, how do they know what I stupid. don't know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Great. God. Ridiculous. <laughs> Hashtag land of the not free. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. don't, don't worry, guys, though. It's the justice system. Yep. You're just the us home system. of the slaves. Yeah. Yeah. Just, 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 just comply and take your chances in court. Yeah. It's the just yeah. us system. I Fuck love all that the shit. Rest of you. I yeah. love, and I get that. I'm in a whole bunch of concealed carry groups and um, a bunch of uh, every state's groups. a concealed carry state if you're not a bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Everything's a dildo if you're not a bitch. Yeah, if you're brave enough. <laughs> every zoo is a petting zoo. Yeah. <laughs> heavy, heavy petting zoo. Except for Venezuela. Except for Venezuela, because then they're buffets. It, that's a buffet, yeah. yeah. In Venezuela, uh... every zoo is a grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... That's so wrong, it's hilarious. Hashtag, yeah. it is real communism. Um, yeah. But I, no, it, I, I completely lost track of the freaking jokes, man. Is that called, like, luxury communism right now, where you're eating zebra for <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that's exotic. It's exotic. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean that's like better than a lobster dinner. That's exotic shit. I want white rhino for dinner. Uh, it's, yeah. Uh, like yeah it's I mean, seahorse seems crunchy. Uh, yeah. But I lost track of the joke too, Andrew. Sorry. I don't know. There's no. It's just evolved naturally. You know. The only the only is government. Yeah. Well, just a prime example of natural progression and fucking spontaneous order. And just tonight's show alone is fucking space. <laughs> was it space yeah. rascal Sturgis? <laughs> space rascal, rascal Sturgis. Hell On the moon. Fucking yeah. Yep. Hashtag Hell fuck yeah. your law of gravity. That's right. Dude, I cannot wait for space body Don't painting. Don't me, bro. 
Gravity's new roads. Shit is gonna yeah. be lit. I'm trans gravitational. Oh. <laughs> Fuck you, baby. Trans gravitational. <laughs> you don't get what? to choose. Did you years. Do my quarter state. <laughs> like, like 15, 20 years from now, you're gonna have hippies down on here Earth with signs. Save the moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For Save real. the space whales. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Or save the space petunias. I mean, you know, they go yeah. hand in hand. Um, hey, there's Anarchy space, space pirates sounds planet, pretty fucking okay? legit, though. Mm-hmm. I think no, Ted but... Cruz watched Treasure Planet one too many times. <laughs> right, seriously. <laughs> no, that that was a Douglas Adams reference on my part. Um, oh, yeah. Gotcha. The, the space right. whale. And space right, right, right. Yep, yep. Oh, not again. Um, <laughs> but anyway, no. Uh, the... The what I've noticed though in a lot of these concealed carry groups and things is the problem. The irony is that you get a lot of people who very much believe, honestly, that if they just obey the law, they they are so enamored with the idea of police as these heroes. They worship them so much that they uh, honestly think, well, as long as I obey the laws, then I don't have anything to worry about. There's and, a word for people like. This. Oh yeah, um, but I, <laughs> I'm like, nice. ah, you know, you're kind of sick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, <laughs> but I, I pointed out in one of those threads, I went through the concealed carry laws for their state and pointed out a bunch of these ones that I found buried in other laws that aren't supposed to have anything to do. With, oh, yeah, they, they love, love doing that. that. Yeah. Yeah. They love the writer on a law yeah. that must pass. Right. Yeah. Yep. And so I pointed out all this stuff and I'm like, have you ever violated this? And they're like, oh, well, I don't know. And the way they did just their response, you're like, no, you did. You did. Yeah. You didn't yeah. know, which means you, you just don't want to admit that you no. broke the law and you didn't realize it. Exactly. Yeah. So don't sit there and tell me. That if I don't break the law, I have nothing to worry about because I'm going to break a thousand laws that I didn't know existed. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's how. As I long as you do no harm, you should have nothing to worry about. Is what it that's should be. That's right. That's exactly that's... what it should be. And if you do harm, you should have something to worry about from your fucking intended victim. They will shoot oh, yeah. you in the Absolutely. face and kill you. Right. I mean, that's... Absolutely. Yeah. Or their family. Or their family. Right. I have honestly, I have no problem. People are like. Oh, well, it shouldn't be action for retribution. Why the fuck not? Why wouldn't I want to eliminate somebody who had damaged me or my family that badly and prevent yeah. them from doing it to somebody else? Why the fuck wouldn't I have any right to do or just, that? Or just not even threat, just not threat even, of that existing. Yeah, would yeah, not them even, from fucking... yeah it, it's, it's not even just because I don't want them to do it to somebody else. It's because I don't want the next person to do it to me. Right, that too. You break into my house and you steal everything that I own and you destroy my livelihood and then I show up and I shoot you in the back of the head in the street. Guess what? I take all my shit back. Yeah, Yeah, guess no one's going to come take my shit again because I showed up, kicked in your door and blew your head off. Yeah, exactly. Like I I wrote out my my issues for my Ishbol, Dirica. Yeah. And under dispute resolution, like family feuds. And yep. vigilance committees were both yeah. one of the both things. Or dueling was also one of the things that I was going to bring nice. up. Yeah, fuck nice. yeah. Vigilantism, of course. And then 
Yeah, I mean, you need to have and, something in there about like disputes at Space Rascal Sturgis. I mean, just <laughs> just just the idea of like you know retribution existing, like in a in a free society, would like fucking people would police themselves in a sense because they're like, oh, I don't want to fuck around and like. Yeah, and it's so it's the same thing as fear, but it's so not it's, like it's externally imposed. Yeah, it's like yeah. instant action too. It's not like you're gonna have to wait around for the fucking cops to do something about it. Yeah, the consequence is fucking immediate. Yeah, exactly. Well, and maybe you get away with it with your first victim, maybe even your second victim, but sooner or later you're going to run into somebody who is going to fucking kill you for trying yeah. it. Right. And, and also and other that's... people will stand up for people too, you know what I mean? It'll yeah. cause people to be more like, you know, have a fucking spine about shit. I just right. brought that up. I just brought up that up the other night. Um, uh, Lindsay and I were talking and um, I brought up the fact that because we we're talking about vigilante justice and I, I brought up, you know, um, because Prohibition, because obviously I'm really into rockabilly and rockabilly culture and, and that whole thing. And then also mm. um, in Prohibition, what you need to remember is, like, for instance, John Dillinger and his gang, which which were kind of hero worshipped because they were robbing banks. Well, everyone started to realize that they weren't that, that the bank's money wasn't actually the bank's money. It was their, their money. People's money. Yeah. Yeah. They're not actually helping us they're actually the bad guys right remember that the person the people who can largely be a trick you know credited with taking john dillinger down because they brought his gang down mm -hmm. are not citizens the fbi right. they yep. are not the men who hunted him down they are a group of farmers in a middle of nowhere minnesota town who, when they realized that John Dillinger's gang was robbing the local bank, they started shooting at them. That yep. is what stopped John Dillinger. The FBI couldn't keep him in prison. They couldn't track him down. They couldn't stop him. But a group of citizens could. Mm -hmm. And they fucking gunned them down. And they, <laughs> killed, he, they killed two members of his gang, mortally wounded a third. They ended his career right there because after after minnesota um i don't know i, I want to say it was hastings i, I could be wrong um but after that town in minnesota dillinger was on the run forevermore after that and he couldn't rely on a lot of old contacts because they had also turned against him because of that because the citizens got interviewed they pointed out the reason that they did what they did and all of a sudden everything changed Right, because the public tide of opinion turned against him. Right. If you're truly worried, if you're truly worried about outlaws in a free society, <laughs> keep in mind that the United States government couldn't stop the outlaws in the 1930s. Yeah. Citizens did it. Citizens did. Well, that, that's like yeah. the, like people are always like, oh, well, that sounds like the Wild West. And I'm like, well, do you understand that there was like probably more law and order in the Wild West and like people had more fucking respect? Yeah, the Wild <laughs> West was like people more personal, personal than Yeah, and they were more personally yeah. responsible for the entire, respect, yeah, the I mean? entire reason that the OK Corral is a shootout that only ended in the death of what, two people? Two people. Yeah, the reason that it went down in history is because it was so unusual. Because yeah. it was completely out of the ordinary. And yeah. right. we also forget that the tide of public opinion was also even divided on whether or not ERP was even justified in the first damn place. Right. So right. It, because yeah, that, he was the sheriff and people just naturally didn't trust authority in the Wild West. Yeah, yeah. That, that didn't go down nearly. The way that people think it did. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. it was. It, I mean, from the get go, pretty much, it was a personal vendetta. I mean, yeah, yeah. The, the, gold, the gold brick scandal. Yeah, yeah, it it had nothing to do with any actual law and order or anything else. And I mean, with as much as I love Doc Holliday, like he's my historical spirit animal. I had yeah. Holiday <laughs> so much. I've gotten to see his grave. The man is fantastic. I mean, his life is just amazing. But he was still an attack dog. Right. And he was little else during the gunfight of OK Corral, during the entire raids against the Cowboys. That's what that's what he he was. And the Earps, that's what they were. They were they were a vigilante group. They weren't enforcing some overarching law anymore. This was a vigilante vendetta. Right. Against the cowboys. And don't get me wrong, the cowboys weren't saints, man. They were fucking awful people and they right. totally deserved what they got. But well, it was like cutthroat. Like he's innocent. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Anyway, all right. Was that it? Yeah, it's almost 11.30, so. Yeah. Holy shit. We're over two hours. That was a quick two hours. It was. That was a fun show, though. It was a good (laughs) (laughs) one. We really need to organize this Rascal Sturgis. We do. (laughs) For real. It's going to happen. Space one or the, the Brookings, Oregon one. Either or both. Well, we do the Brookings, Oregon one first, and then yep. we get like a, a big following, and then we do the Space Sturges. Right. Deal. Right. You know I mean? So we, we gotta watch out. You gotta, for, gotta, we gotta, gotta watch out for foundation. Space Force because they'll consider us, you know, <laughs> like motorcycle gangs are traditionally seen as outlaws. We don't want to be mistaken for space pirates. That's what we need, Andrew. We need patches that say "Proud Somali Pirate." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we need those too. That's we really yeah. need merch. Like we need somebody who can make us a ton of merch, so we can yeah. just have T-shirts and stuff, and and like just put our logo we have on to, it and whatever yeah. the design is. Some, we have to start... settle the moon and, and name it like New Somalia. You know, we'll do. We'll make fucking. <laughs> we'll make space. They're just fucking T-shirts with like dates and shit on the back of it, like. Yeah, like actually, dates went there. that are like two hundred years from <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, that yeah. would be on, amazing. On yeah. that note, I think we're uh, going to sign off for the night. But watch yeah. out for the dates for the Smith Sabali Pirate Rascal. Space Rascal Sturgis. Yeah, what, what Derek said. On the moon. Yeah. Sturgis Somalia. New Space Somalia. Rascal Sturgis in New Somalia on the moon. Yep. Mogadishu on the moon. Yeah. In Mogad- the year 2219. Be there, be square. That's right. <laughs> yeah, what what they said. Peace. <laughs> Peace.